out of all the ethnicities of neighbors that you could have, I feel like Eastern Asians are probably some of the quietest. Welcome back to Portman Show. I'm Brett. I'm kind of a guest. Uh, also here, let's just do the guest first, is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. And the regular guys, Andrew Hi. and <coughs> James. Hi, James, all the way from California. Hello. All right. And now I'll hand the show over to you guys. All right. Um, wow, what an intro. But we got a lot to do today. We got to talk about tone. threesomes, group sex. Oh, fuck. No, we're not talking yes, about that. Yes, yes. That is the centerpiece of the show. <laughs> There's not. It's not a long story. We it, we're going to make it a long story. Oh. That's we, our job. We have to talk about current events. We have to talk about moms. I'm a mom. Yes. Moms and threesomes? Yes. <laughs> moms and threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> so we Welcome gotta, to episode 461 of Portman Show. Thanks. If you're going to intro, Brett, you got to get to that part someday. Yeah, someday. I don't know if you were. Oh, well, okay. What else do you want to talk about in <laughs> regards to the intro? Like where people can find extra content. I don't know. Portmanshow.com slash VIP. You can go there. You can get early access to these shows. You can get access to the old shows. So super late access in addition to your early access. Uh, you can also get access to a bunch of other shit like... Uh, chronologically what puke has been doing where he's been going what he's been photographing and you can hear about me and brett you can hear about things that we're doing you can hear about me and this man drew who's been on various versions of this show or other shows all sorts of things uh you can hear about amy and her man troubles from i don't know a year and a half ago yeah. Oh, that was a great discomfort. That was, that was a good one. Discomfort phone. That discomfort phone. One. Oh, yep. that we love that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to repost that to announce the return of the discomfort zone, but I thought it was too personal. And obviously, Amy's in a much better situation now, for sure. Yeah. We think. I don't no know. Man. No man. It's much better. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Threesome. No man. <laughs> Fuck you. I well, do we want to lead off with <laughs> that? Christ. I mean, let's talk about the scene up here in Butler where <laughs> people are being propositioned for threesomes. Amy, we'll turn it over to you. Okay. Well, I don't even know. It's not a long story. It's Friday night. You ask myself if Brett and I would like to go out somewhere. Yeah. I, um, I was mixed. I had problems. That prevented me from doing so and i had work to do i had to write a lease i couldn't go out with you and then i, I felt bad because i went to get takeout so i texted and i said hey what'd you end up doing where'd you end up going yeah and you lied to me i know i was you lied to me i didn't lie i hadn't gone out yet oh. and then right after you texted me that random person messaged me and asked if i wanted to hang out with him and his girlfriend at the bar okay so how does a so woman, i went how does a 33 year old mom get a random message from a person we were friends on Facebook. That's not a random message then. Well, I've never talked to him before. No, actually, no, that's a lie. Remember when we were at the Monroe? 
We, I saw him and I said, hi, I think I'm friends with you on Facebook. No. This was like two weeks ago. Did you go to high school together? No. Ooh, how are you friends on Facebook? Yeah, how did the know. Facebook friendship create? Mutual friends, I guess. Don't, don't, you can't trust I that. have people asked to be my friend on Facebook that I have mutual friends. I don't know. So this man... Describe this man physically. Describe, yeah, describe him no physically. No, we're not going to do that. No, uh, how tall is he? I don't know. Six oh. one, maybe. Okay. What color is he? What do you think? He's white. Okay. Live in Butler. Yeah, live in Butler. Yep. Uh, what else? Uh, what other qualities? Uh, I don't know. You could have followed that statement up a lot more angrily. Like, what do you think? He's white. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking to him. That's a lie. I talk. I know. I'm just saying. That but I don't do that. I'm not a racist like you, Andrew. Like me? What did I do? I'm just kidding. But he asked me if I wanted to go to the bar with him and his girlfriend. What did his girlfriend look like? She was from England. On a scale of yeah, we use Rosie O'Donnell to Jennifer Connelly in 1986. Where was she? She, you would think she's fat, but I don't think she was fat. <clears throat> so more Rosie. She doesn't look like Rosie. She had blonde hair. Rosie now or Rosie in like 1989? But she doesn't have short hair. Uh, next to John Goodman, so she doesn't look quite as fat. I don't fucking know. Was the man attractive? No. Not attractive? No. And he's got this kind of a plumper. I guess. Okay. So <laughs> they want to get into a three with you. But How? I didn't know that. Of course. Nobody knows that a three is coming. Yeah. If you had known that, what would your response have been? Like, what if this guy, what if this random Facebook message was, hey, Amy, remember me? Do you want to have a three with me and my lady? No. What would you have said? Would you have responded? No. You wouldn't have even responded? No. Okay. Now we're going to unfold the story. I'm too old for that. Slowly. Oh, you're never too old for a three. Oh, I definitely am too old for that. Okay. So you go, you mm-hmm. meet this man. We'll call him, let's give him a name. Uh, what's the name of a guy who would do a three with his girlfriend? Andrew. <laughs> no. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> No, please don't do Carl. Please don't do Carl. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know a Carl. No, no, oh, there, we, no, there was no, a Carl. No. Okay. Uh, Not in this story, Hor- but... Craig. Horatio. Craig. No, Craig, we got Handshake Craig, who's a good guy, so not Craig. Uh, let's pick a name. Let's pick... A, I'll pick a letter. You pick a name. J. Jim. Jagger. No. No. J- Gerald. Gerald. Jerry. Jerry. Jared. 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 Yeah. Jared. All right. Okay. Jared hits you up. You go and you meet him and Stacy. Uh-huh. Stacy is a Brit. She's got a bit of a weight problem, but oh she's God. ready to fuck in front of you. Um, so, how does all this play out? Not just in front of you, with you. No, with yeah, me. you're gonna have to. You're gonna. You're gonna be touched by Stacy. Okay, I have a lot of questions here. Yeah, so many questions. There's so much to get into. There's there's operational questions that take place. What? But more, yeah, like during. Oh, you've never done th- that before? No. Oh. Um, but on top of that. Wait, are you saying you've done a three? Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. so we'll have to circle back around to that and understand the operational <laughs> aspects. I have done a couple, but I don't think either of them count. One was a six, and that got pretty ugly, and I was very much <laughs> ensnared into it, and I left. With Bill. Uh, with Bill. Bill Burbank. Oh. I will call him out by name. Ladies, if you're dealing with a man named Bill Burbank, watch out. The closest I ever got to a three was with Bill Brown. Okay. So there was like, no, it was like a five. And then there was one in college with two girls, but one of the girls was a les. Bien. 
Uh-huh. I don't think you can say les anymore. Oh. Les- You're not allowed? I don't think so. Oh. So that was not, I don't think she was there for me being a man. Yeah. That's kind of got to ruin things. All we did, we uh, we kissed, and then the other girl. I don't. I don't want to get too much into this. this I don't want to get too into it. So, so just gave away the guy's name, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Bill. Oh, is that a different guy? Different situation. But I'm just trying to think in this relationship with what's his name, Jer- Jared yeah. and Stacy. Yeah. What's happening in their relationship that causes them to reach out randomly to somebody on Facebook on a Friday night? So, a couple of things. First question was, were you the first person? Were you the target of focus that night? No. Um, <laughs> Look what you're doing. Sorry. And everything up. I, 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 I emote with my hands when I talk, and that camera needs to point down some. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. We're fixing cams because a cam fell. Good enough. So, um, what's happening in their relationship? What's happening that night? Uh, is is this a long planned out thing? This is is this a thought out thing where they have to build up the confidence to ask Amy if she wants to have a three, and they're not going to come right out and ask you because they don't have that kind of confidence. So they ask you to go out, and then later they spring it on you after you get lubed up. Right. Pretty much. Um, so, were you the first choice? If not, not, where were you in the list? And if you said no, how many more were on that list? And did they just keep going till they find somebody? Probably. I think this is a normal thing for them. It okay. sounded like it, at least. So, what are the issues in this relationship causing this circumstance? So, is, is Steve... Steve. I don't know. Jared. Jared is yeah. Jared not doing a good enough job? <laughs> I don't know. And 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 Stacy is unsatisfied, or is Stacy not doing a good enough job, or is it because Stacy is too fat? Or maybe they're just swingers. Well, that's not a swinger. Maybe they're just in an open relationship. Like yeah, that. maybe. But there's always going to be inherent issues underneath that. That's they a could problem. Say not that. mine. Right? Are they they weren't married. They were boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. How long was this relationship? I don't know, since the beginning of the year, I think. Last okay. year, maybe a year. Okay, so a year-long relation. Yeah. That's not, I feel like it's not a good sign. Do you think that's been the relationship all along? Yeah, really? I think so. I, I think so. Mm. I bet these people are the worst people, if that's the case. I don't trust it at all. Well, that's not my problem. It's their relationship. I mean, they can do whatever the hell they want. So I they, just wasn't going to be involved in it. So they get you out. Mm-hmm. You say, yes, I will go out. Where did you go? The bar in town. What bar? I told you. You Claire. You Claire. Oh, right, right. The one I've never been mm-hmm. to. Okay. So you go to this bar. Mm-hmm. What time? 9.30? So it's already late. Oh, this is the witching hour for threes. <laughs> and everything <laughs> closes at 11. 9.30 is not a responsible Here. time to go out. Oh, oh my God. And things close at 11? You're, you, you are saying <laughs> you're ready to bang. Is that what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I don't know. Well, I've been out of the bar scene Fuck. for a while. I don't know. Well, I didn't know either. Yeah. I like to go out. And since Andrew was too busy. I was. I had to write a lease. Could have been a four. You guys could have done a four. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. So how far into the evening did things get? How many drinks? What happened before they asked you, before they proposed? There was a lot of drinks. I don't know. I didn't pay for any drinks. I got free drinks. So you should have known something was up right then. Well, I probably should have. But I was going to take the free drinks, though. Now, none of this. So when is the moment? Can we get to the moment where you Uh, go, this is about a three? 
well, I ran into some friends and then I was like, I kind of caught on to it because they were like kind of alluding to stuff. And then he, well, that's the next day. Never mind. But he's like, oh, we'll come pick you back up and take you to our hotel room after you're done with your friends or whatever. I was like, no. <laughs> take you to their hotel room. Yeah. They've made a hotel for this. Yeah. But they're local. They live in Evan City, so but they yeah, didn't want to drink enough. and drive. Really? Down there. 15 minutes? <laughs> it's not 15 minutes. It's like 30. 16 minutes. No, it's Andrew's for you, it's 15 minutes. <laughs> for what? any normal person is 30 to get mm. down there, at least. And plus on 68, there's always DUI checkpoints on that road. Real quick, welcome Sean in the chat. First time watching this podcast. Love it already. It's so weird to hear somebody say <sighs> watching this podcast. <laughs> Sean, that's well, usually not how it goes. I will also welcome Sean. You, you don't even know what you're getting into. No. The goddamn gold mine. <laughs> how do you stumble across this? How? The, uh, what happened? What happened, Sean? I met him at the bar, and I sent him this link. Wait, is this the guy? Sean? No, at the bar? this is a different oh. guy. Wait, <laughs> this guy? This is a different guy. So wait, wait, you're, hang on. Let's be clear. You. I ran into some friends. Uh huh. He was with that group of friends. Sean was. Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah. That's how you find this. Amazing. Yes. Sean is a local. Perhaps a future could have uh, been a four in this bar situation. No. Why not? No. I'm not having a foursome. I told you I'm too old for that. That's like ten years ago that that would have happened. Were your threes MMFs or no? Uh, they were two girls. MFF. No, that would not be the, an FMF. Yeah, not the devil's threesome. What's it? The What's devil's that? threesome? Two dudes. Yeah, no. Yeah, but that's like, uh, we've oh. talked about this before. No, no. Yeah. I would not do that. How have we not talked about this before? Well, we've talked about it. So can I just tell you, just because you don't know this story and we have new listeners, back when I was in high school, mm-hmm. okay, so there was this girl, we'll call her Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Too many Stacys. <laughs> And uh, we're at Bill Burbank's house. Oh, God. And uh, <laughs> I think I've heard the story before. Yeah, so Stacy go, uh, goes, let's go upstairs. And, you know, I mean, I don't back in high school, you don't know. Is it, are we making out? Is this a hand job? Is it a blow job? Do mm-hmm. I finger you? Is somebody going to throw me out a window? Somebody yeah. Maybe there's me a out video window. game. Oh, yeah, video game. <laughs> so Felicia and I go upstairs. Who? <laughs> she St- Stacy. <laughs> Stacy and I go upstairs. Man, we're not good at this. <laughs> Stacy and I go upstairs, right? Stacy and I begin to fool around. In walks fucking Bill Burbank with a, a whole group of guys. <gasps> Oh, running Ooh. a train now. Right. So we've got Jeff. No. We've got Chris and Bill in the front. So he's got this little posse. They undress. Oh, no. Bill walks up with this dick of his. What level of dress are you in at this point? <laughs> what? What, what? What clothing are you wearing or not wearing at this point? I have pants on. They are undone. Dick visible to Bill in his posse. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Okay. Bill comes up and he says to Stacy, Stacy, he had kind of a lisp too. It's all it's really gross. Because Stacy, start me. And this was like a routine what? for them. Yes. Start, start me. me. Sounds like a porn. I know the story and it's fun to listen to every time. Start me. 
So Sounds I'm like, like uh, I am not, uh, I don't know if Stacy knew all this was going to happen, but she seemed comfortable. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to check out. Uh, there's plenty of dicks here. And <laughs> check out these dicks. <laughs> the dick buffet. <laughs> so I get up and I leave. Stacy follows me. She goes, I want you to stay. And I was like, no. No, thank no, you. No, 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 no. And uh, that was that. You and the herpes gang have fun. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. So why? Uh, okay. So that was that uh, we got to backtrack to the bar. Uh-huh. We've got Stacy, other Stacy, your Stacy. Yeah. And uh, Jared. Jared. Okay. So when do you know? When are you sure? Well, I was pretty sure, but then the next, well, it was that night. He like sent me a bunch of Facebook messages. What was the first indication? I don't know. That message it. Well, I kind of, I don't really remember. I was really drunk. You knew. You knew the whole time. I didn't you know the whole time. I didn't into. know the whole time. You knew that every step out the door uh, to the car, from the car to the bar was one step no, closer to a three. No, I didn't. I think you did. No, I didn't. I think you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> when did you know? What was the moment? When he said, I think it was when he said that he wanted to pick, uh, he would pick me up from the bar and take me back to his hotel room. This was a Facebook his, message? or Yeah. Okay. So I have them. Are you telling me every time, every time I've been invited to a hotel room, that was a three invitation? Most most likely. Oh. Have you gone? I'm dumb. Uh, uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe not every time. I don't know. Uh, well, you're not a girl either. <laughs> True. Okay, continue. That's all. No. I don't know. There's so much more. <laughs> There's so much more. Take out your phone, read all the messages. Okay. And why is he messaging you if you're there in person? It was after he had left because she, they left because I was with my friends because oh. I found friends. And I'm so like, he I'm, was going to come back and get yeah. you. Yeah. So Stacy and Jared went back to their hotel and said, hey, which of these people that we were out with tonight do you want to fuck? Or, or it was decided before that. It must have been. It had to have been. And then, then they, they get back to the hotel. Stacy's feeling all sexy. Yeah. Right? Like a hotel room will make you feel. She says, Jared, you want to watch me rub my bean? Ew. What? What are you, what, what are you, what's it called? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, she gets on the bed. She starts doing that. She's like, Jared, we got to go get that Amy. But, but this was already, Jared's like, I was, I've been playing I've been planting this all week, like Denzel in Training Day. Yeah, Jared's been planting seeds all night. You didn't even know it. Right. Every drink you took was another seed that you That's swallowed. That's why probably they gave me so many shots. Yeah, there was lots of shots oh, yeah. involved. Yeah, oh. he's like too. After ten planted seeds, she's gonna take my seed. I don't like this at all. I don't either. I don't like that they're feeding you drinks. Yeah, with without putting uh, their intentions out in the open. So, all right, let's get into the messages. Oh. Hold on. We'll wait. <laughs> so he said, um, we wanted you to come back to the hotel, but thought you might want to keep things on just a friend's level. LOL. Sorry if that's forward. We both just thought you were really attractive. That's a nice message. Considering that is the not a nice message. That's a pretty nice message. It wasn't like, hey, uh, you should come back to our hotel and pleasure us both. That would be less nice. <laughs> this was complimentary. 
that we both thought you were very attractive, right? And it just said, weren't sure if you just wanted to be friends. Like, wait, that's kind of feeling out both options. Next message. Amy says, what were we going to do at the hotel, Jared? I did not say that. I said. You should have said, what did you have in mind? No. And he said, would you still want want to come over here? I could come pick you up. How did he spell come? C-O-M-E. Like normal. (laughs) Fuck you, Andrew. Um, he said, what's her name that we're calling Stacy. Stacy really wanted to kiss you. He's like, I'd have to kind of know soon. These are all messages. I didn't reply to any of these. Yep. By the way, verify that. Um, I figured we were close to your place so I could come take you to bring you to the hotel whenever. Just let me know in the next bit what you want to do. Hope we didn't offend you. Have a safe night. Uh, you did say, I did see some blue that you did oh, say I did. something. Okay, I said, so. all good. He said, hey, are you okay? That was the next morning. I said, all good. Thanks. Okay. Now I feel like you're the jerk. Why? Well, because I'm not responding <laughs> to any of that. I know. But that's the thing. As much as I am not, uh, I think there's a lot going on with, with Stacy and Jared here. But no. the messages themselves seem to be pre- no, they weren't relatively mean. innocuous. Yeah. Uh, well, there's clearly like you're coming to a hotel room. Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Stacy wants to make out with you. Yeah. Now, is Jared just going to sit there and watch you and Stacy make out once right. that no. started? Stacy's already been rubbing her bean before you even got there. Yeah. We established On the this bed, talking to Jared about what she wants. Yeah. Jared, message Amy. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they were drunk at that time, too. But Oh, they were wasted, for yeah. sure. If they're drinking like you are. Yeah, they definitely were. Okay. So, was there any clues before that, though? Not really. We just, I mean, not for me. Maybe I'm just, like, a social person, so I just, like, talk to everybody anyway. But, I don't know. Hmm. Was there ever a bowl of keys involved? No. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yes, this is clearly. So what do we do? What do we do? I mean, do we just let this all go away or do we do some kind of a investigation for the show? I have a theory. Not saying I believe this, but it's a possibility. What if Stacy was completely unaware? That's not maybe. What if Jared wanted this to happen and Stacy was so shit faced Stacy was so shit facey that he's like, I think tonight's the night that I can make this happen. Uh, just because she's so out of it. But to be less creepy, I will say that Stacy's the one that wants Amy to come. That, I don't know. I feel like the ha- that she had to have known. Now, how do you know they'd done this before? I don't. Why do what you makes think you that, so sure? Yeah, you seem pretty sure. This doesn't sure. seem like a well-rehearsed I, practice situation. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Because Who I mean, just does that though? Have you ever heard of a sales script, Andrew? You know what a sales script no. is. I do. Sales? I hate them. I don't do them. Right, but you, you know, you want to have a couple of. Beats. I wing it. Yeah, you wing it. Andrew wings it. But there yeah. might be a couple of beats you want to hit once you have like a proven formula for success. Mm-hmm. So, did you feel like you were being run through any kind of a routine? No. Was there any? Do touching? you want a ten percent ROI on come? <laughs> What can we do to put me in you today? Ew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And your fingers on Stacy's bean. Um, <laughs> so 
So you didn't feel like you're being run through any kind of routine? No, they were really nice. They're really nice. Yeah, they weren't like obviously pushy or anything. They were super nice. I just didn't want to do it. Okay, so to me that suggests like they're not super practiced in this. That's what I'm thinking. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, about that. If they were pra- no, if they were practiced in it, if they were a good sales team, they would try to get an answer out of you early on before they invest all this time and money and shots. Here. And then depart and go back. Now, while they were cultivating you throughout the night with your shots, uh-huh. were th- was there any evidence of them cultivating other leads? No. Okay. No? Then they're terrible. How this far, is their first time. How far was their hotel from the bar? Maybe five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty far for. That's uh, like two thirds the way to Evan City. Yeah, it's and, not. and that's a lot of time for a third party to rethink the three. So you want the hotel now? We understand that this is northwestern Pennsylvania or central western Pennsylvania, whatever. And there's not like a hotel next to every bar. Why do you have an accent when you say that? What's my accent? <laughs> What's my accent? Your accent got all southern. Southern. Uh, yeah. What? What part? We understand that this is northwestern Pennsylvania. We understand. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Face it. We do. This is... Uh, so here we are, right? Here mm-hmm. we are. And um, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't a, a hotel closer. Maybe this is the closest hotel. So you go with the closest hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's lots of other little tricks they could have done. Like, think about this. Hey, Amy. Your name is Amy in this. We're not protecting... Uh, if they were trying to expedite things, they could have just said, Hey, me. Yeah. Oh, my God. We'll pick you up and drop you off. Mm-hmm. But but here's the challenge there, right? They want to execute on their territory, right? Yeah. They don't want you to be in your element. They, right. want to play, they want you to play their game on their field. They did ask if I wanted to go to the city and get a hotel first. And I was like, I'm not going to Pittsburgh. Go to Pittsburgh and get yeah. Okay. Well, then what is this bullshit about driving to Evan City? They were going to stay down and go out in Pittsburgh and stay down there. Oh, uh, okay. Jesus. Oh. They asked me that first. Oh, okay. So it was the three all along. <laughs> Come to Pittsburgh with yeah. us. We'll share a hotel. Yeah. We'll trap you. Yeah. In a city. Yeah. Yeah. That was the initial. Do you think when, when he asked you, were there any words that could be code words? That when you said yes in his mind, he's like, I think she's in. I don't think so. When a man you don't know asks I met him once. One time. But you don't know each other. No. And he's got a girlfriend, right? And her name is Stacy. And she's a little chubby. And she's a Brit. This is what we know. She Mm -hmm. and him ask you out for drinks. You're a stranger. Mm -hmm. I would say if you say yes, they might (coughs) think they're already 50% of the way there. But no. Right? You're a warm lead. You're yeah. a warm lead. Why do people saying, think that? I would never think this. Yes. I wouldn't either. I third wheel with people all the time. Mm, I get it. But I just, considering that they're, but you don't third wheel with people who are complete strangers and they're no. a couple and they're like, let's get really drunk. Mm. Yeah. You don't have like old memories to rehash with these people, right? You don't no. have like a history with them. You got nothing. No. Okay. Yeah. I. Fifty percent of the way there, if if our prospect says yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I agree. <sighs> if their prospect is, then why not just go on Tinder and do that shit as a couple? Why would you? Ask I me? see these people on Tinder now. Yes, has this ever happened to you? Have you ever been yes. in one of these? Yes. Have you ever? Yeah, I think this is. Uh, yeah, I've had this happen too. <laughs> it happened in Pittsburgh. 
And then sometimes Shocker. you see these profiles and it's two girls on Tinder and they go, we're just looking to have fun or whatever, right? Like, and then they give their stats like, oh, the blonde is da 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 and the brunette is da 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 Have you mm. seen that? It's usually a girl. She's like, I can't help but go, do no, you want to no. bang me in front of my boyfriend? My boyfriend might watch you bang me. Right. Yeah. Ew. I'm... No, I'm, I'm, I'm in the ew camp. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think if it came to it, no. If it came to it, Mm-mm. no. Because you got to get an erection. Do you know about this? <laughs> Do you guys compare their wieners to each other if that's if they're in a threesome? No, but you compare them. Oh, in a threesome. Yeah. How do you not? Do yeah. you like look at each other's wieners? Yeah, I'll tell you. So I look at Bill Burbank's, right? Okay. I'm like, now. <laughs> I was just curious. I, I don't know. I was 17. I think. Yeah. I, I can't get into all the details about this, about my history. Hmm. Uh, with Did uh, this guy ever shorten his name? And then become a famous comedian from Boston? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but, but there are, there's tricks, right? So it's very hard to, like, if you're in a urinal next to a man, mm-hmm. and the, you, in this case, you're a man, you are a man, and okay. you're peeing with your dick, okay. and you turn and you look at his. But it's soft. Yeah, sure. That sure. doesn't count. It, yeah, and maybe like it's kind of hard. That's, That's why good... Stacy had to start him. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's yeah, sake! Yeah, Stacy had to start. No, he came up with I would say <laughs> a pretty uh, turgid rod. He was ready, right? And I was like, That's... otherwise, how do you walk in there with any kind of confidence? Ew! I was like, "That's skinny." Mm, those are the worst ones. Well, I don't know. I mean, it was, I don't know. So it's all, then it's perspective. Mm-hmm. But it was also at an angle that I had never seen a dick before. Because the only, <laughs> curve. no, 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 no. I mean, at an angle, <laughs> like, actual, like at a viewpoint. Like, the angle oh, of vision. Oh, okay. Right. So like I'm looking across at a dick. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't. That was the only other time I had seen dicks like in real life. In real life, that were porn. ready to. You. Do you think that in general women think that dicks are bigger than they are? What no. Because like, think about it. If you got a dick, if you're a woman yeah. and there's a dick, right? And if you're not on the live stream, people, you're missing out. But if this is the <laughs> dick, and your perspective big. is wait, this dick, wait, that whole bottle is the dick? no, no just, just the just the dick shaped part of the bottle, just the tip. Just okay, it's, yeah, it's a nice bottle of old granddad. Okay, and it has a, a long neck on it. Okay, right. So if this is the dick, and this is your perspective, that dick, that dick can look pretty and and intimidating. Andrew, no, because uh, Andrew has it like right in the eye. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, I mean... But if the dick's all the way across the room, you're just like, eh, This is whatever. it. This is exactly it. Now, in pornography, obviously, they're tilting the table a little bit. They're using forced perspective. They're using mm-hmm. special lenses. Um, and you might be watching a scene, and you would see a dick, and you'd go, Wow, that is a bigger dick than mine. Mm-hmm. But then if you see it from a different angle, you go, Wait a minute. Maybe it isn't. You know? What? What is it? But you asked the question. I was just curious. Yeah, like to really compare without like going dick to dick. Dick to dick. Right? Where you both like sit on the ground and you raise your legs in the air and then you... <gasps> oh you know, that's, that's the only true comparison. But to get, to get close to that with being uh, uh, less gay. Yeah. 
the way you do it is, uh, let's just say Bill is there. Bill, yes. Bill Burbank is full boner Bill Burbank. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> you would have to walk up behind Bill. Y- you could have your dick out. You don't have to. You okay. Don't, you don't have to have your dick out, but you walk up behind him, and then you peer over his shoulder and look down. That's the only way oh, that you could get... true perspective. Yes, the correct mm-hmm. perspective I'd probably to compare it to head on to the memory. Shoulder. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to, like, chin on his shoulder. Per- yeah, chin on his and shoulder. And he'd have to, like, his turn to and the side. And go, I'm just going to Couldn't you just hold dick. it? I just want to look at your dick. What is holding it going to do? That's, I would tell you. If, uh, yeah, that would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> could, like, hold idea. one dick and then hold yeah, with one but hand. But you would already know how big your dick is if you obviously jack off. You could just hold another person's dick. According to the studies... Right? I don't know if I believe the studies. What studies? They, what the, study. All of the uh, surveys that they do uh, of like, remember we talked about this on the show, maybe in like 2018, um, like getting people to go and measure and calculate an average. Yeah. I, I feel like, Puke, can you think of any possible way that we could get a standard to follow along here? Oh, man. Let me think about it. I I think there there should probably really be a number associated with with the dick um so that you don't get you know you don't want to get tricked by the visual trickery of a of the you know where it's at in perspective yeah that that. so i think you need to probably like get some sort of vessel and do some liquid displacement (laughs) no no i don't think you have to get that complicated i think it'd be easier dirtier faster But this eliminates the perspective problem. And all of this, by the way, uh, listeners, this is for new listener Sean in the chat. (laughs) Oh, are you doing dick number? We're doing dick number. Oh, man. I I have to pee. (laughs) I've heard this so many times. Gets funnier every time. Hurry back. So what you do, Sean, is uh, you don't have to displace a bunch of water and get some fucking beakers and shit. Right. It's a lot of effort and a lot of work. Mm-hmm. All you need is a tape measure. Yep. Well, and you probably want a tailor's tape. Or, or, well, you could use a ruler, but it won't give you both the metrics you need. Right. A tailor's tape is ideal. Uh, the less metal, the better. Oh, the less good. metal, the better. Yeah. Metal cuts are theoretically more dangerous than paper cuts. Right. Yeah. But a tailor's tape would be great. A cloth tape would be ideal. Cloth, sure. Yeah. And first... You go from the base to the tip. Pretty straightforward. Like if someone said to you, Sean, uh, Sean, how long is your dick? Measure your dick. How big is your dick? The first thing you would do is you would go from base to tip. Mm-hmm. Right? Length. And you would go, yep, here's the length of my dick. That doesn't tell the whole story. The aforementioned disappointing skinny penis that Amy re- referred to, mm-hmm. the length really doesn't uh, tell us if it's skinny or not. Right. And this has been... The standard. This has been the standard. So um, this is the measurement. But this leaves a, a whole bunch of people out. Yeah. Out of the game. Because, Amy, hmm? how would you feel if some guy walked around saying, hey, on my dick, fucking eight inches? I'd be fine with that. Okay, yeah. You're fine with that on the surface. But mm-hmm. what if... You know, you have this in your mind as you get invited out to a potential threesome and then you take shot after shot after shot after shot after shot until you're up to 10 shots and you're ready to vomit. But you're like, oh, but there's an eight inch dick waiting for me. So then you go back to the hotel to see this eight inch dick unzips. Dick comes out and it's one of these dreaded skinny dicks. I would be very upset. You would be very upset. Yeah, exactly. So 
You couldn't be like, oh, eight inch dick. Sounds great. Yeah. You could be very upset. Yeah. So how can a man tell you ahead of time the size of his dick without telling you just the size and without dick. the risk of upsetting? Everyone, they, you guys should just mold your dicks and carry it around and show people. That, my, <laughs> well, pockets are, my pockets are already full with keys and wallets Leave it in the car. Phones. Then you have to invite her out to your car? Yeah. Like, oh, she's creepy. not on board with going out to your car until she knows the size of your dick. No. Yeah, you got to bring it in with you. Can it be a keychain? But no, be because a then, keychain. <laughs> is this a product? <laughs> you just you get to the bar, you walk up to the bar, you set your phone down, you set your cigarettes down, and you just set your keychain with the the dick mold. Yeah, right on the bar, mm-hmm. and you're, it's is just that, there. Yeah, that's great. That is the peacocking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. before you get to the bar, somebody walks peacocking. up and says, "Peacocking." Peacocking. <laughs> somebody says, "Somebody what? says, is that two dicks in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me?" Yeah. There you go. But think about it this way: as men, you could have your dick mold on the bar. Sitting, mm-hmm. Amy, this is brilliant. Uh, it could just be sitting there, and then you just sit there, and the girls have to come to you. Those are a thing. Oh, no. They have to select from the bar full of dicks. Here's the problem with That'd this: be great. as we attempt to productize, these studies also say something like 60, 70 percent of men are not happy with the size of their dick. Oh, they're because oh. they're small. You think seventy percent yes. of men are small? Yes. Yes. How is that possible? If Okay. The average length is like five inches. If you I think, think she's adding in the Asian dicks to like really bring oh, that curve down. Yeah. No, because these studies, like I've looked at these, because I go this, I've looked at these numbers and they're small and you go, that can't be right. It's right. That can't be right. I assure you it is right. I mean, I want it to be right, but <laughs> it can't be. Well, so far we've just been talking about length and, and As a person that has right slept with not. men, I can assure you there are a lot of tiny wieners. Okay, so so and the uh, circumference is not imp- impressive either. No. So we figured out when we invented dick number, or when we took the idea for dick number from Richard Numbar from the British Royal Institute <laughs> of Dick Weights and Numbers, um, we figured out that according to the average stats, mm-hmm. the average dick number was like twenty five. Mm. Sorry. So, yeah, 26, 27, whatever. <laughs> around there. Okay. Keep rounded up. But, uh, and, and we still haven't said, it's just length, time, circumference, and then you don't tell the person either, so you leave some mystery for them, Sean. Leave a mystery. Mm-hmm. If you go up to a woman and you say, my dick is seven inches, six inches, eight inches, you're a creep. You're gross. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a gross guy. But if you said, my dick number is 34... Now she's like, "Oh, what yeah. components make up this thirty-four? Yeah, I'm well, there's only so many. You're a man of mystery. Yeah, you know. Hmm. Not the thirty-four is super impressive, Sean. But <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe anyway, we could get it engraved on like a fancy coin. Oh yeah. Well, we had the dick number T-shirt idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good the one baseball too. T-shirts. T-shirts. <laughs> I mean, T-shirts aren't nearly as nice as a. Nice gold stamped coin. True. That you just slap down on the bar top. Mm-hmm. Make some a loud slap. That'd be <laughs> impressive. So that's kind of like halfway between the dick totem and the t-shirt. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you're out at the bar, maybe you don't want to be just, just be wearing a shitty t-shirt. Mm-hmm. By the way, is there ever going to be a lighting setup in this studio that no. doesn't make me look like no, Matthew no, McConaughey no, from Dallas Buyers Club? <laughs> oh man, that's not a good Matthew McConaughey. Brett has AIDS. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, 
Brett needs to just start carrying around his own damn lighting rigs. I do. I have a ring light. No, Not here. Ring, yeah, ring lights are okay. They, they, it's all in the camera settings. Anyway, so uh, Sean, who are our characters? We've got Sean, we've got Jared, we've got Amy, we've got Stacy, we've mm-hmm. got Bill Burbank, mm-hmm. William Burbank. If any of you want to look him up on Facebook, you probably wonder <laughs> William. Um, so. What else? I mean, what do we... So so Amy asked the questions about dicks. We got into dick number. We explained what that is. Um, men are not going to want our dick mold keychain, which I think is uh, the keycock. Keycocking. Oh, I love it. Yep. Keycocking. Um, because according to the statistics, three quarters of men are not uh, satisfied with the size of their dick. But then the keycocking men at the bar... Would it be a self-selecting group? And it oh, might sure. skew the perspective. Like if Amy walks into the bar and goes, all right, let's see these keycocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and she surveys the bar and sees all these dick molds mm-hmm. set out on the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, proudly displayed on the bar. That is a self-selecting group of the larger of the dicks. So this might completely flip your script where you go. 75% of dicks are inadequate. All of a sudden, a month into this. You might go, oh, 98% of dicks are plenty adequate. But here's the problem. Even if you have a big dick, it doesn't mean you know how to use it. Some of them suck. I'd rather have a smaller dick. Someone that knows what they're doing than a bigger dick with somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Yes. What? Brad, do you believe that statement? It's definitely something that women say. They do say it. Yeah, but I could do true. Kinda, I mean, I think so. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know how bad a guy could be. Because in there's bed. always vibrators you can use if it's not big enough. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't know what it means to be bad in bed for a guy, for yeah. a woman, from a woman's perspective. And, and if. I mean, I'm sure there were periods in my life where I was terrible in bed. Yeah. And if you're with a guy with a small dick and everything else is great. I didn't say small, I said smaller. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so which is it? It's small but knows how to use it. Perfectly fine. Average size. Okay, well, average and knows how to use it is a different story. Yeah, but, but average is smaller than big, so I said smaller than big. Okay. All right. So see, this is why you got to have a number. Yeah. Yeah. Dick has to be adequate, like yeah. a like a twenty nine or higher. But sure. then there's also all kinds of problems with dick number. Mm-hmm. That the British Royal Society never <laughs> foresaw. If, if, you can't really cheat on length, right? Mm-hmm. Now, most of these studies, they're doing what's called bone pressing, where you're allowed to push the end of the ruler into your skin a little bit till you hit your pubic bone. That is permissible. That is acceptable. Because you can really, like, you know, if you go all the way in, you can get more than what is visible into uh, China. Mm-hmm. Really jam it into the prostate. Pass that bean there, Stacy. So, oh, the show, why it's, it's the second time I've done this show in eight months, and I already feel so gross. <laughs> All right, so, um, but with the other measurement, you can just do the thickest part uh-huh. and call that your circumference. If you have one of these parking cone dicks. That's not a thing. <laughs> well, they're not real parking cones. No, I'm, but that, they don't look like that. I've never seen one like that. Um, never one time in my life. Watch more porn. I don't watch porn. Oh, you don't want... Oh, well, no. there's a problem. 
No, that's not a problem. <laughs> I don't watch porn. Um, I used to. I don't anymore. Right. Okay. So, but that's like uh, a real skewing, right? So the dick number is kind of based on a perfectly cylindrical dick, which no one has. So it's not a perfect system. Mm-hmm. It's really just a conversation starter with a girl you just met. It really is. And it cuts to the chase. It, it, it weeds out a lot of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it gives the girl more confidence that, hey, she's spending her time in the right way. Mm. So this is just a culture we need to build. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is a time for building culture. Fair enough. I think the keycock needs to have some little, like, laurels or something around it for for if you're really good with using the dick. You know, it's got, yeah. like, a little, yeah. little yeah. gold That's awesome. Little laurel awards. around it. So you're like, whoa. It might not be the biggest dick, but he knows how to fucking oh, yeah, that's jam right. it in there. Great idea. Merit badges. Yeah, yeah like yeah, Boy Scouts. Merit badges for your dick. Mm-hmm. I like that. At first, I thought, I thought you meant decorations, and I'm like, this just sounds like earrings for your dick. Mm-mm. I don't like that. <laughs> well, that's a thing, too. No, it's, it's for your key cock. So you, yeah, you know, yeah. Not, men don't need things on their real dick, no. But if any man, and regardless of how impressive the key cock is, if they have it all, you know, bedazzled and all frou-frou'd up, don't, you don't well, go then with you, that. Then you know that's for the, for the fellas. True. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well. But we're also going to have to have some sort of committee to go around and, like, you know. Oh yeah, who's in know, charge of this? Prove prove that you're not lying. Maybe there's like a test every month. <laughs> an elite fraternity of sele- of very carefully selected human beings to mm-hmm. decide upon anything that might encounter any one of us in life. <laughs> but we'll never know. Um, yeah. Well, I told you we could get almost an hour <laughs> out of Amy's threesome. Yeah, and you said it had nothing in it. There's it nothing there. It wasn't that long of a story. You guys like drag it out. It's not dragging. Oh, the, the, yeah. Details. Cultivating. Details. Details. What was the word you were going to use, Puke? Uh, I forget. Expanding. <laughs> Expanding. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah. It's like, you, you know, you got to, you have to nurture that seed. And let yeah. it grow. Expanding like a dick in the presence of 1987 <laughs> Jennifer Conley. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's a that's one way to put it. Like a bean <laughs> that just gets more and more swollen. <laughs> the more swollen you rub bean. it. It's like, look at that tiny little bean. Mm-hmm. Well, rub it for a while. Mm-hmm. Rub it for a while. <laughs> and that's what we did, and we got a whole hour of content out of this. So, I mean, that's Magic. part of the magic of the show, Sean. And <laughs> there's uh, 460 episodes where that came from. Oh, my God. And a whole other hour of this show. Lucky you. Lucky all mm. of you. How did we lose so many people during that? I'm not worried. Oh, I'm not either. I'm not, I don't know. And I haven't paid attention. Um, and I didn't yeah. even know until you said something. I don't think it, it even had to be mentioned. We lost some people. But I, I think it's because I, I was on there and I don't think I'm on there anymore. Oh. Twitter probably banned them. <laughs> Stop it. So coming up in hour two. <laughs> oh. oh. Moms. Hour two. Yeah. Puke, what do you got? I really don't have much for this week. I mean, I got a bunch of stuff that would be good for a solo show, but I don't think it would be great for, for a conversation here. Okay. I have a show note that I just wrote down as Forgotten Dreams. I don't want to know about ah, that. Yeah. And then I that have is... something else that says The Witch. And <laughs> Oh, and Puke, I had to go ahead and read an article that I posted. I only put it in there for reference. But I thought I had to read it. it. Yes, but I'm saying Puke read it ahead of time before the show and spoiled it. God damn it, Puke. What? You fucking shit up. What did, what did I read? 
nothing. Never mind. I'm just talking about show I don't notes. Know. I'm I'm making uh, audio notes to the podcast. I didn't mention anywhere the on the show about any fucking article, so I don't know what you're talking. About. Okay. Puke. Yes. Do you have any PCLs coming out soon? No. We need drunk, screamy puke. Uh, he doesn't exist out here in California. Mm-mm. That's a fucking bummer. Boo. Not for me. You can go to the beach the and scream at the. You the can seagulls. scream at, at China. At that, uh, I should have screamed at that elephant seal when I found him out yeah. there. <laughs> um. No, I, I. You know, this is without the show or Andrew. I don't have an excuse to drink much, and I don't drink when I'm alone. So. He's a bad influence, isn't he? He's Man. terrible. He's like, let's go drink. Let's go drink. <laughs> okay. Let's just uh, trying to get people to drink. I'm going to think back uh, through the entire year of 2020. Every time I vomited from drinking, (laughs) it was in the presence of Amy. Yeah, because (laughs) you know why you get me out and then I just keep giving you drinks because you give me out and then I just fill your drinks up. Yep. Every time. Once was uh, the the hotel. Well, Asheville and Nashville. Asheville and Nashville. Yeah. Asheville. I had to go back to the hotel and I spent hours just laying on the bathroom floor (laughs) using a towel as a pillow. (laughs) Well, you stayed out. Yep. Um, and I went, thank God she's not here to make noise. That <laughs> That's happened. all I kept thinking. Uh, the <laughs> other time was in Nashville when I vomited. Uh, <laughs> and then like I felt Alex. good, looked back up and looked at the Nest doorbell camera and smiled at it and waved. And went back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> so Puke, how, how much stuff in this house is watching me, uh, I don't know, do stuff and... <laughs> Are there any like audio, uh, like any audio activated listening device? Like if I'm home alone and I go, "Ooh, I'm hungry," and then I start walking around talking to myself, that you just get an alert and can listen to me. The puke goes, "Oh, Brett's hungry." All right, I just had, uh, yeah, (laughs) I have the Brett hungry alert set on my. No, I just didn't uh, know because I remember in the. in your old house in uh, the uh, the outskirts of uh, Pittsburgh, not that where your house, but where you guys lived when you first moved here, yeah, there were things that would send alerts when I would talk to myself. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't set up any cameras in that new place because I didn't have time to really, uh, you know, before I came out here to California, do any of that. I did set up one camera in my own bedroom so I could, like, you know, maybe keep an eye on my cat or my stuff. And then very quickly, Andrew just rented out that bedroom to many random people. He did, too. And I put a hat over like, top of the put camera. A hat over the Wait, camera. who else? Because who else? I'm walking around the hallway naked, and I go, God damn it, there's a fucking camera. Who else lived here? That one girl. It was pointed into my bedroom. What? Why were you naked in my bedroom? No, it's pointed. It's looking down the hallway. It shouldn't have been. I don't know it if maybe it was touched. Or, okay, I haven't well. stayed in your room, Puke, just so you know. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but, uh... No, I have, I've, I've had no reason to check it or to look at it uh, for I don't know how long, several months probably, since I've been out here. Um, but especially since there's now a hat on it last time I looked, so I just gave up. Oh, um, one other thing, because uh, we have to do... And I didn't have the, the, the mic turned on, because I, I didn't need to hear anything Andrew was doing in, in the house. <laughs> Who knows what he does when he's here by himself. Ugh. So Sorry, that, you were saying, Brett. It's exactly the same as what I do when other people are here. Ew. Uh, one more thing before the break, just food for thought. <clears throat> I need to do a test flight. We're going to call it test flight somewhere to within the next... Um, With your paper towel airport? 
Mm. <laughs> no, that's just test landing. Oh. There's no, it's kind of like the 9-11 hijackers. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So, um, no, wait, they didn't land. They only learned how to take off. It's the, yeah, opposite, it's the opposite of the 9-11 it's hijackers. It's opposite of 9-11. Right. Uh, it's all landing. Whatever you're it's talking about. It's all landing about, with me. The first thing you're going to do, it's, the first time you do it, it's going to be on November 9th. Amy, do you know what the Paper Towel Airport is? Yes. Sean, you don't know what the Paper Towel Airport Amy, is. Amy, explain the Paper Towel Airport for to Sean. Yeah, to Sean. Yes, you Come do. Come on, go ahead. I this is a challenge. To. Challenge yourself. Yeah. Do something uncomfortable. Step out of your comfort zone. Discomfort zone. I just know it's the, I don't remember why it's there. I just remember talking about the shower curtain and the bath mats that you could oh, order. Oh, you mean the merch that you could buy... Yeah. With the paper yeah. towel airport printed on it. Yeah. No, no, no. But what is the genesis of the paper towel airport? I don't remember. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> it has to do with dicks. This is one of the greatest things I've ever invented. I have no idea. I want to go to... Why is there paper... T- do you put paper towel rolls on your dicks? No, no, no. no okay, no. fine. Oh. I'll do it. I'll do I it. I grew out of that... A long time ago. A long time ago. For Sean. A couple months ago, actually. Sean. Paper towels... We know that they're useful around the house for lots of reasons, but you're a man and you've, oh God, I've grown up so much since (laughs) I invented this because now I'm talking about it and I feel uncomfortable. You need to uh, ejaculate your uh, stuff. Jizz. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me to read the potential show names for last week's show, Brad, to make you feel a little better. No, thanks. But I I like merit badges for your dick so far for this one. Um, (laughs) um, Paper towel is to have a a place when you're done where this goes. You lay it on the floor. I talked about having a dedicated roll of paper towels, and you just kind of push it out, uh, you know, as far as you think you're going to need it to go based on how long it's been and how excited you are. These are variables in the mess you're going to have. But if you go on a run of abstinence from sex and pornography, right, you do a no jack, a no wanks, then when it comes time to go back to it... When it comes time for come time. Yes. You you can't just roll out a solitary strip of paper towels in front of you for landing. You need to create an entire paper towel airport. With a multiple runways going in different directions. I mean, you look at the aerial view of any airport. Denver is interesting. It's shaped like a swastika. You don't have to do that. It is fun to do that if you know the maid is coming and you're in a hotel room to set up the paper towels like a swastika. But just at home, come up with a shape that works for you. Paper towel airport. There's also a... uh, Paper towel Air Force Base, but I don't remember what that was for. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh There was also a paper towel airlift, but I don't uh, Is there a paper towel aircraft carrier? Uh there I mean if there's all these other things. There's there a lot be. of effort and precision and teamwork that goes into that one though. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be in a pool, maybe. I, that might have been the paper towel air force base. No. <laughs> paper towel Yeah. Aircraft carrier? No. I don't well, know. Sean, if you'd like to if you'd like to buy a sweatshirt with a a graphic depiction of what a paper towel airport looks like, then no. you can go to our merch page. Some of the best art in the world. I mean, it, that is one of the best pieces of art in the world. I just want to say I happened to randomly select the thumbnail for today's live stream as the paper towel airport. He did. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Oh God. 
You guys don't have any uh, merch with that on it, do you? He port- just said it. Portmanshow.com slash merch, and you can you can find it. Oh. Did, I don't know is that the one that got taken down because Andrew had a fucking fit, or is it still up? No, I don't want fucking face masks and other garbage <laughs> just because uh, yeah, Redbubble says, hey, you can put your shit on a bunch of other shit that we <laughs> offer and just play our fucking game. I didn't know if that was still up there. If you gave him shit to take it down, but that's all I'm asking. Here's the point, Amy. If okay, you, Andrew. If you want to get... Uh, if, if you wanted paper towel airport leggings i'd be all for it mm-hmm. because inevitably what would happen is brett would jerk off on them i already have poor men show leggings but not paper towel airport no if we could get women i start mean, wearing these brett would have to jerk off on them true. when you think about creative vision creative vision right like vision board mm-hmm. what are the things i'd like to see what what would i like to bring to fruition in this world an airplane shaped like a sperm women oh normal women yeah. I mean, just picture it. Wearing the paper towel airport t-shirt. Oh well, my God, I, it almost brings me to tears. What's normal? Like, you know, women who are... Um, no, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a little bit deeper <laughs> than you want to go, huh? Yeah, but no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, ordinary women walking around with this shirt on. Oh, man. And then some, somebody coming up and saying, what does that shirt mean? And she has to explain it. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Where There's uh, 26 I'm products. I'm going to pee because I was one. trying to go to break a while. Look All right, go to break. Okay, oh, I guess we're going to break. All right, during the break, we're going to listen to a PCL of uh, probably my last solo show. So here's a little clip from that. Go to poormanshow.com slash VIP. Sign up for as little as five bucks a month and uh, help help support this stupid shit. Go to break, Brett. Go to break. If you download the app and use it for Taco Bell, you should lose some rights. Like, I think the the least you should not be allowed to vote if if they find, like they should do an audit of the apps on your phone before you vote, like part of the registration. And if one of those apps is Taco Bell, no, you do not have enough fucking brains to be part of the society or to, no, you can be part of society. We, you know, societies need their dum-dums, but you definitely should not be nobody should be forced to listen to your opinions and if you listener out there have the taco bell app on like let me know why because maybe there's something i'm not thinking about but mainly i just feel like that's incredibly sad and just a, a fucking ridiculous sign of the times that like it's like how badly do you need a dollar taco i mean are they even a dollar they probably are and it's mostly you know it's like cardboard that tastes like a chip with some sort of rat meat stuffed in it. Jared is in the chat now. Sorry, Jared. We had to think of a, ja- of a name. Oh, this is our Jared. Yeah. Not the Jared. Uh, so we don't know. <laughs> oh, wait. What a relief. Jared wasn't the guy's real name. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. Okay. So that can't be him. No. All right. Let's start hour two. Five. Four. Four. Three. Three. Two. Someone yell for puke. Ah!
Hello? Uh, hello? Pluck? Are you there? Pluck? Pluck, what are you doing? How's California? I don't, I don't, wait. You, yeah, I like this. Hey, Pluck, what's California like? Did you see? What is there to see there? Did you see the Great Canyon? <laughs> Not in California. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe he went on a trip. Or maybe you can see it from one of the big mountains in California. This, this is super thrilling. This is about oh, the, the only character, character I want to be for the rest of my life. Yeah, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> I don't think people... Just give me five more minutes. Give me five... Five can, more minutes? Can Puke hear it? Uh, Puke's muted. I don't know what, what's Puke, happening. Puke, we can't hear you. No wonder Puke wasn't saying anything. Oh, wait, wait, no. G- give me that voice. He's just, just laughing five and minutes, smiling. Please, I just want to be... I muted hey. it so you couldn't hear me pissing, oh. and then I forgot. Oh. Okay. Well, tell me about California. Uh... No, but tell me like I tell you about things. California is great. Want to live here forever? What's your favorite I don't thing I hate your voices. Have you met Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Oh, I have. The Who else is in California? Who's your All favorite person in California? Uh, this is the ocean. <laughs> All right. We have important things to get to. Can we to. start a real uh, second half? Yeah. Chat, your job during hour two is to collaborate with each other, name that character, come up with his or her backstory, its backstory, and uh, look forward to more of that coming soon. Um, so... I use a program that Brett recommended to me many years ago called Evernote. Oh, is, this, is this the second half? Yeah, this is the second half. And we start it normally, so it's Do not it. too stupid. <laughs> so irritated with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do it. Welcome back to the second no. half of the show. Andrew is uh, trying to ruin everything with his fucking sound effects. How much are you drinking there, Andrew? Is that why you're playing with the sound effects? I stopped drinking. I had one drink and that was it. (laughs) I don't believe you. Episode 461. What are we going to talk about? You have some sort of program? Yeah. Okay. So I use this program called Evernote that recommended to me in 2014. Um, Mostly it's just like a digital filing cabinet. But every once in a while, I have to go through my Evernote inbox and sort things. I tend to neglect this quite a bit. Me too. I'm very good at keeping up with all of my inboxes, my various email addresses, and anything else that I get regular updates and notifications on, except Evernote. I just save things into Evernote that I want to be able to reference back later. It's just like the city dump. Uh, (laughs) It's just a a virtual pile of trash. It's mostly a place where I can categorize my receipts based on the entity they're associated with. However... Uh, in the past week, I've, I undertook the project of going through and processing all of my Evernote notes. I know this is super boring, but it's going somewhere, people. Correct. So <laughs> these notes went back to July. This is how long it's been since I processed Evernote notes. And I found a note that I don't know that I ever discussed on this show, but it was simply called Wednesday Night Dream. Yes. Oh, yeah, a dream. And I looked at this note, and it was written uh, on a Thursday morning at 3.09 a.m. Aside, Eric has named the character Auto-Tune <laughs> Guy. Mm, we can do better. Um, out of Tone Guy? 
Mm, that's a little better. Not a tongue guy. I like that. <laughs> For a number of reasons. Sean, if you go back into the history of this show, you'll find out why that name is clever. Go to the website, search Green Bean Dragon. Oh. <clears throat> Beans. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wednesday Night Dream, written Thursday morning at 3.09 a.m. I saw that, and I went, oh, this must have been a stroke of genius that, that overcame Sleepy Andrew back in July where I had a dream. I woke up from the dream and decided to write it down in Evernote so at some point in the future, I would find it. And I'm glad I did. And there's a chance that I may have talked about this in the past, but I can't recall. But that's not saying much. So I'm going to read this to you. And normally when I write things, I'm, I write pretty coherently. And like I, I don't make typos. I don't make mistakes all that often. So I could tell that I wrote this while I was sleepy because I made some mistakes. But I, I just still did pretty good considering. So there's a lot to this. Woke up to protesters in the backyard. This means there were protesters in the backyard of the house that Puke owned. This was one month, a little more than a month after the George Floyd stuff went down. There are yeah. protesters in Puke's backyard, the house I was living at at the time. Okay? Pretty much throwing a party. So I monitored, I monitored them. When they started standing on the cars, I woke Puke up. Oh, yeah, now it's go time. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Puke would be pissed. Between us and the neighbors, we chased them off. Puke then drove us to the police station in a yellow Subaru Baja with white nice. styrofoam interior. <laughs> 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 so it's pretty cool that you have a Subaru Baja puke, a yellow one yeah, at that. But I wish I had upgraded to cloth <laughs> instead of white styrofoam. <laughs> I don't know. Pure white styrofoam interior on your yellow Subaru no. Baja. That's pretty fucking cool. No. <clears throat> styrofoam. Hey, there's little balls good everywhere. Oh, this is funny. Uh, I commented how much I loved that car. Puke said he hated it and was going to sell it. And then Andrew bought it. That's what I was going to say. Andrew probably (laughs) bought it. I argued that you can't sell a car with styrofoam interior. It's too cool. Okay. (laughs) So that's (laughs) that's part of the dream. Um, at, At some point, we must have gotten out of the car because I wrote, for some reason, we took a shortcut walk through the woods. So now we're no longer in the car. That was a five mile shortcut walk. We're no longer in the car. We're on foot now. Where do you think you're going? It's the middle. Of, we're going to the police station. <laughs> and, what, and what do you want at the police station? To tell them about the protesters standing on our cars. Okay. Okay. So we drove the yellow Baja with the styrofoam interior to somewhere and then parked it, got out, and decided to walk and take a shortcut because we can't drive to the police station. <laughs> so now we're walking through the woods, but we encountered a bear. Oh. Oh, no. Is it the end of September? So, no, this is July. This is when bears oh, aren't yeah. hibernating. But oh, no. Worse. We encounter a bear. So what's, what the fuck's going on here? Why are there protesters? Where did a yellow Subaru Baja come from? Why is there styrofoam interior? Why did we get out and walk and encounter a bear? There's a lot to think about there. However. I don't know. <laughs> puke started running from the bear. Okay. Right? Oh, is that what you would do if you saw a bear puke? Would you run? No. No, I don't think, because that's, that's how they chase you and kill you. Yeah, bears are faster than people. 
Yeah. Wow. I'm glad you're thinking like sleepy dream, Andrew, because I wrote, puke started running. I argued and said, you can't outrun a bear. Puke yelled, you can't (laughs) fight a bear. I decided, though, I'd rather fight the bear than run first and end up having to fight it anyway. So puke ran and I stayed to fight. What? This is what weird. I wrote at 3 this in the morning. This is so weird. That's totally what Andrew would do. Yeah. <laughs> so you stayed to fight the bear. bear. What kind ran. of... Was it a black bear? It, it doesn't say. Had to have been. It doesn't say. It's just we encountered a bear. Mm. Puke runs... It's a dream bear. A dream bear. Could yeah. be purple. <laughs> I, I stayed to fight the bear. After getting bit and mangled on my hands and arms, I punched the bear in the snout enough times to subdue him. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. A bystander insisted we God. take... Their bear, I, I think that was a mistake. <laughs> a bystander insisted we take the bear to the vet hospital. <laughs> I get it. I feel bad for yeah. punching a bear in the snout a bunch of times to subdue it. Like, okay. I must have fucked that bear up pretty good if it just gave up. But I told him, we can't take it in the car because it'll attack us. But really, <laughs> I don't want it fucking up the styrofoam interior. <laughs> What a conflict. I already see the conflict. I already Baja, see. Wow. Baja in the back. The bear will jump out. That's fine. So I said, we can't take it in the car because it'll attack us. I don't want to fuck up the styrofoam interior. I don't get this part. Somehow, though, after a local manufacturer sedated the bear, manufacturer could be the wrong word. I was asleep. Um... <laughs> This doesn't make sense. I'm going to read this exactly how it's written. Somehow, though, after a local manufacturer sedated the bear, it stank to a small, adorable kitten, and then I was able to take it. Oh, there you go. That's the story of how I got a pet bear. Because it shrank (laughs) shrank to the size of the kitten. Wow. But anyway. Did anything ever happen with the police? No. We never made it there. Oh. Took care of the bear before we. They just let the bear. Oh, the bear, bear totally distracted me from the protesters. Yeah, you could just let the bear loose on the protesters oh, yeah. and have them chase him away. Is that the whole dream? That's the whole dream. Here we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is July. Yes. Yeah. Something is happening with you in July, where you are conflicted. You're having conflict. Were you in, in West yourself. Virginia? No, I just gotten back from West Virginia where I did see several bears. See? All right. Now, let's talk about some of the abstractions or the representations of these things in the dream that are noteworthy. We have the police or talk of the police. Yeah, we don't actually have police. We have a bear. We have a kitten. We have styrofoam. Mm -hmm. These are the features of this dream. Okay. So. Puke. Protesters. The Baja might just be something you added for fun. Okay. (laughs) All right. The protesters might just have been triggered by real life. The Subaru Baja is a very July kind of car. Mm. All right. It's yellow. So the protest is your being made alert to some kind of upheaval, Mm -hmm. right? Saying, Andrew, get up. There's something you need to look at here. Okay. Then you're in a car with, of all things, a styrofoam interior. What Mm -hmm. is styrofoam? Talk, what, are, what are the properties of styrofoam? They make those cheap coolers out of it. Okay. Uh, it insulates for cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also the, the, the material that makes sure your bumper goes back into the formation that it's supposed to be if it gets pushed in. 
Okay. I worked at a factory. Polypropylene or polystyrene? I don't know, but I worked at a factory that made these bumper inserts. I worked there for about three weeks. It's two uh, miles from this house. It's synthetic, Ooh. right? Yeah. It's Most styrofoam is. Fake. <laughs> you real styrofoam. You're feeling like an imposter. Okay. But you don't know why, right? But there you are surrounded by styrofoam. Or you're surrounded by imposters. You don't know yet. We don't know yet. I don't know. Then, on your journey to the police, you're wanting... What do the police represent? Whatever. I'm assuming that Puke wanted to go to the police. Okay, well, what did the police represent? Uh, it's your dream. It's not... It, you can't put shit that happened in your police dream <laughs> off on Puke. <laughs> police represent uh, making this problem someone else's issue. Okay, but what, what do the police represent more generally, like in archetypes? Oh, uh, a bad time for me. <laughs> no, but archetypically, just generally, like without putting... Authority, order. Okay. Control. So, you, surrounded by fakeness, you don't know, you're alerted to a problem, you find yourself surrounded by fakeness. You don't know if it's you feeling like an imposter, or you being judgmental of things happening around you that seem fake. You say, I need help figuring this out, right? I don't like that the conclusion is I need help. You, you need something. You need guidance. You need some higher... I did wake Puke up for help, I guess. Okay. Or maybe just to alert him of the situation in the backyard because it affected him too. But the situation is just prompted probably by real events to give you an entry point into the dream of wake up to this, Andrew. Oh, so you're saying there weren't actual protesters in the backyard on July 9th? Not in your house, no. Oh, okay. But wake up (laughs) to this upheaval that you need Mm. to confront. This fakeness, this, uh, is it, are you feeling like an imposter or are there imposters abounding around you? Who will help? Who can be the authority in this situation? Then you say, I don't like having to go for help. I don't like having to go to authorities. No. That's not me. Enter the bear. Mm-hmm. The bear is a symbol of strength. Right? <laughs> you go from perhaps a lower self. I feel like an imposter. A child. You go on a journey to get answers to like, why am I an imposter? You find inner strength, a higher self. In the bear. In the bear. But why do I defeat the bear then? Why don't I, like, happily join the bear? Because you are realizing something about yourself. And that is? When you punch the bear, uh-huh. and you think about putting it in your car. After getting mangled on my hands and arms and bit. And people say, well, that's part of the, the wrestling with the difficulties of higher self. Yeah, you can't wrestle with the bear and go, right? go on unscathed. The, there's responsibility for you to take here. You can just stay in styrofoam world, or you can confront... You know, you, you go to that higher self, that more courageous self, fight the bear. But if I let the strength get into the styrofoam world, it's going to fuck it all up. It is. It's going to ruin yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. That strength can't exist in the styrofoam world. Then, here's the fucking twist, everybody. Here's the twist. <laughs> the bear is sedated into a kitten. Yep. Oh. What is a kitten a symbol of? Sharp. <laughs> There's that, but I'm thinking a kitten, a little kitten. Adorable. Can I have a voice back, please? You're a little kitten. Oh, it's cute. Okay. Little kitten. Mm-hmm. What is a kitten? Adorable. 
what else? Tiny. Tiny. Okay. It also represents like something you have to take care of and nurture. Nurture. Mm-hmm. A vulnerable little kitten. It can't survive on its own. Vulnerability. So you get to this point where you say, no, this is okay. I don't have to fight bears just to get out of this styrofoam world. I was trying to save the bear at this point. I wanted to take it to the vet hospital. Right, because you want the bear. Yeah. You want to be the bear. Uh, yeah. Kind of. Sure. But there's no way to save the bear without becoming the kitten. <laughs> <laughs> you have to access the kitten <laughs> to become the bear. It's true. It's true. Amy, am I right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go through kitten. You have to access kitten. Enough of styrofoam world. Access kitten to get to bear. You don't need the police. You're the bear. You okay. will be the bear. So I make it a kitten so I can then come back home and have a pet bear. This I'm should be a fucking it's... super chat. This should be a super chat. There's $5, $10 coming in right now on this because of this dream analysis. What's a super chat? It's when people yeah, can like, make um, um, real-time contributions during a show. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Why don't we have that? You should have it. Jess, thank you for mentioning that. I already did talk about this. That's a bummer. Oh, no. But we didn't analyze it like this. I probably just uh, read it. So back in July, what was this? Six months ago? Mm-hmm. You have this situation. We don't know what it's about. Only you can know. But. I don't know shit. Well, and you might not be able to find out now because the, the dream is memorable because it was trying to tell you something. But well, it's the, memorable because I wrote it down in Evernote. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's that. But I think that's it. The path to the bear for you is through the kitten. The kitten, the kitten is, a, is, is a means of transport to get the bear the rehabilitation it needs. Are you writing something? Yeah. Mm. I can it? write things. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's writing another dream. Probably. Chat, what good are you if you're not complimenting me on this dream analysis right now? Yeah, if Andrew did talk about this when he had the dream, uh, there was no bread around to, to give us this insane insight. Well, here's bread. How to, how to be the insight. kitten. <laughs> <clears throat> I like how I'm the puss in Andrew's mind who just runs away. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you probably would puke. Oh, yeah, for sure. It takes a lot for you to get angry. Maybe you would get angry at the bear. You probably have a lot of pent-up rage that you could Wait, beat the bear up. I wouldn't be angry at the bear. I would just shoot it. Oh, yeah, you always have a gun, huh? He doesn't always have a gun. He wouldn't have, not a, always, he wouldn't have a gun if I woke him up at 3 have. in the morning to go to the police station and his <laughs> Subaru Baja was styrofoam interior. I bet you would if there was protesters around. He'd probably grab a gun. He's not dumb. Nah, he would have like gotten the car and then like had to check 18 things and plug four <laughs> I things I would have forgotten it, yeah. yeah. I would have been like, oh, we're going to a police station. I better not bring a sidearm. That yeah. would be dangerous. Bring a rifle. You can have that in the car That'd here. That would be fucked. Speaking of guns. Yeah. Um, breaking news. Uh-oh. Amy, I sent you an article earlier. Oh, yes. Because yes. I didn't want to read this. I wanted someone else to read this. So you want me to read it for you? Yeah, I want you to read it for me. Oh, all right. Hold on. <clears throat> now, this might not be the most current news story to yeah. ever grace the airwaves of this show. 
but we're going to read it anyway because it's relevant. By the way, our mastermind chat is lit right now. This is from 2017. Yeah, that's why I said it's not the most current news story, but it's relevant. Where so did you even Please this? read this story. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Castle Shannon, PA. I just lost it. Okay. That a- is a suburb outside of Pittsburgh. A night out to watch the Steelers game ended with a man being stabbed multiple times and another man facing several charges. I think I remember this. Eugene O'Connell, 24, is charged in the incident Tuesday morning inside of his unit, his unit at the Cordova Apartments in Castle Shannon. The victim said he and O'Connell had gone to watch the Steelers game at a local bar, then visited another bar before returning to O'Connell's apartment. This is a long one. The victim said the pair had been drinking, smoking marijuana, and using cocaine throughout the night. No, that's a great combination. (laughs) According to court paperwork, the victim said he fell asleep in O'Connell's apartment and woke up to O'Connell on top of him, stabbing him in the neck and head. Cocaine is good if you're drinking because it helps you keep your motor skills sharp for stabbing. Yes. (laughs) The victim was able to get up, but O'Connell wouldn't let him out the front door. He said he got out the back door of the apartment and out of the building where he called family members. He said his brother took him to UPMC Mercy Hospital. Okay, O'Connell's in charge with attempted homicide and aggravated assault. So. The end. Why is this story relevant? Why does Amy think that's a long story? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> a little over three years ago, I get a call from my mother freaking uh, out. Uh-oh. That's she how I remember this story. I remember this. Yeah, me she too. She does this from time to time. She calls and freaks out. Usually it's, uh, let's brush this off, shut up, move on, I'm busy. Um, in this particular case, not so much to, to brush off. Uh, she lived in the building in a unit very similar to the unit that's referred to in this story. Uh, blood all over the walls and hallways of the common areas in the apartment building. Police everywhere. She is freaking out quite a bit. So, some time goes by. She ends up moving out of that apartment and buying a little townhouse. And now it's years later. This is late 2017. This news story is from. One year ago, she finds herself on Facebook one day and gets a message from a man named Eugene. Eugene, who in 2017 was 24 years old. Mm -hmm. Eugene, who was found guilty and arrested and imprisoned for stabbing a man in the neck and head Mm -hmm. in her apartment building. Uh, She gets this Facebook message and decides that she is no longer going to participate in social media. Yes. And social media. That's about a year ago. Today... She Wait a minute. What, can we? What's this? What's this message? I don't know. We won't know. Oh. Oh, you don't know. Okay. But today, she calls me to start telling me about a string of text messages that she's been getting over the past twenty-four hours from a number she didn't know, but claiming that it's Eugene, and he's very sorry for what he did all those years ago, and how it affected her. I don't know how this guy knows her. He doesn't know how, or she doesn't know how this guy even knows her, really, other than she was a neighbor in this building, mm-hmm. like many other neighbors. Mm. Um, but in addition to him apologizing and saying that he was a bad man in the past and he's no longer a bad man, um, lots of awful things are happening to him, and he knows it's because of her and that what? she is a witch. Well, and has cast <laughs> spells and curses and incantations upon his life, and he is begging her to stop uh, whatever she is doing to him. He needs to be 
going to the psych hospital. So, uh, he says, thank you for listening. I'll stop messaging you now. And then, end of message, followed very quickly by a series of other messages that continue this talk about witchcraft and spells and incantations and voodoo. And please, hmm. he will do anything to have her stop doing this. She didn't reply, did she? I don't. She has no idea how this guy has her phone number. Mm-hmm. She has no idea if this guy knows where she lives. And after not responding and calling the cops um, and getting nowhere with them because he didn't make an overt threat, uh, yesterday passes and today comes. And she gets a phone call from a number she didn't know. She doesn't answer. She gets a voicemail from a woman that she never heard before asking her to call her back. So Andrea calls back. And it turns out this woman is Eugene's mother. Uh, Now Eugene's mother is pleading for Andrea to stop the witchcraft. Oh, no. I mean, your mom might be a witch. I wouldn't put it past her. Well, initially, my initial response was, well, stop doing your fucking witchcraft, Andrea. That's what my response was. But Stop being a witch, bitch. She was legitimately freaked out. And I couldn't help but think, you know, when I was a boy of like seven or eight years old, my mom always reminded me of a witch because she had a big Jew hook nose. Oh, but she got a nose job when I was like seven or eight. She did? She got yeah. a nose job. She used to look a lot more witch-like. Okay. But why are they Why are they talking to her? Why out of everybody? Because she is Andrea a very did? powerful witch. Oh. According they to Eugene. They must not know her very well. No. Wasn't this, a, this apartment building had like a hundred units or some shit. And this is right by Sarah's house. Yes. That's weird because that's a nice area. It is, other than these apartments. Yeah. Other than the witches. Yeah. <laughs> the apartment's <laughs> filled with stabbers and witches. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I told her she needs to block these numbers. Yeah, she does. Tell her to get a gun. And I told her to get a gun. She said, I don't know how to shoot one. I said, go take a class. Just and tell her to get a shotgun. That's all she needs. Do you think she could even lift a shotgun? <laughs> she needs no. an AR-15. The AR-15 is the equalizer. Yeah, she'll get. She doesn't need a handgun. I told her to get a baseball bat. No. Could yeah, she lift a baseball bat? <laughs> Better than she could lift a shotgun. Mm. I mean, mace would be a good way to start. Bear oh, yeah, mace. Good point. Bear mace. Mm. Bear mace would probably be. I mean, that's a that's a good start because. I feel like she might be more of a danger to herself with a firearm. That's what I'm saying. Tw- a 12 gauge shotgun well, to me? is going <laughs> to. <yeah>. She's <laughs> she, a small woman. A 12 a, a gauge would be very difficult for her to fire uh, if she did practice with it and shot it. Yeah. Because I've, I've known this woman a few years now. Uh, she would never shoot it again because she would be afraid of it. There's no way she, she might... could have a handgun, though. She could not. Hang, she no, could hit it. On. All right. I'm or listening. it's like that scene in Boogie Nights where at the in the final act there where there's just like firecrackers going off all the time, but it's gunshots. <laughs> and she calls Andrew and she's just having a normal conversation. She keep hearing. And it's are you shooting your gun, mom? Is your gun going off? Or Andrea or there you go. Wait, do we say her name? Is that okay to say? Yeah, that's fine. He right. already said her name. All right. Uh, but there are uh, 410 gauge shotguns, which are like for children, basically, but that's something to <laughs> shooting children. Use. Well, I mean, Puke, as the expert here, wouldn't an AR 15 be a good choice since it's easy for somebody to use and can do sufficient <sighs> damage? I mean, I mean it is a, it's a good choice. 
because it has very low recoil and it's fairly now well, i mean it's not super affordable right now but i don't think that uh andrea would be the kind of woman that would want that in her house she would be more freaked out by the you know just the fact that she owns such a weapon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now you um, can uh, she could get a handgun so yeah. there's there's like 38 caliber handguns that are quite small that might be good for her because they they're they're lightweight she has small hands they have low recoil and just you know having the firearm might be enough deterrent but i still don't like you just don't tell somebody who has never owned a gun and doesn't know fuck all about guns and has the disposition of Andrew's mother to get a gun. And to give I me some context here, Sean, new listener, Sean. Um, my mother had a box. Sean text. What? Oh, let's give you some Sean text. Yeah. There you go. My mother had a box sitting in her entryway that was delivered, I'm assuming, by Amazon or the post office. And it was a long box. Didn't look big. It was just long. It was like five feet long and maybe six inches wide. Okay. This box, I noticed, had been sitting there for weeks whenever I come and visit. Oh, that box is still there. That box is still there. So one day, I finally said, Andrea. Box number 360. What's the deal with this box? And she goes, oh, it's my something something. And I forget what that I forget what she said. I forget what it was. But I go, then why is it sitting here? Why is it not upstairs? She goes, it's too heavy. I couldn't bring it upstairs. And then something didn't compute. In my mind, whatever she described the contents of the box as was not a heavy enough object to be stuck perpetually in the entryway of the house. (laughs) Sure. This could easily be moved upstairs. Mm -hmm. But in her mind, uh, the box was too heavy. So then she goes, can you bring it upstairs for me? And I said, sure. Then I stopped and I went, wait a minute. Who are we dealing with here? (laughs) Andrea, did you even attempt to move this box upstairs? She goes, it's too heavy. And I said, okay, by that statement, that means you attempted to move it and failed. She goes, no, it's too heavy. And I go, (laughs) why are you disagreeing with my assessment of what happens when things are too heavy? And she goes, it was too heavy. And I said, so you tried. And she goes, no, it's too heavy. I go, so you didn't try? And she goes, no, I didn't try. So how do you know it's too heavy? Well, I just assumed. I proceed to pick this box up. There's a little plastic handle, like one of those little little plastic straps that comes out of it. Pinky. Yeah, I was Pinky say, picked it up. Hmm. Pinky. <laughs> I stand there holding my pinky, yelling at her. Is it too heavy? Also, she has like three men around that do all of her bidding for her. I Why know. didn't they take that upstairs? Three men? I thought she just uh, had... Uh, two. Two. It's two at least. Mark and Jared. <laughs> so, so... There was two Marks at one point. A couple of things happened on this call today that harken back to the box situation or things like it. And I can't help but feel a little bit bad and guilty for this because after telling her what she should do on this call... I then said, I need you to send me screenshots of this conversation from these texts from this man. And the part I didn't say was so I can read them on the show. Get her some bear mace. <laughs> and she said, what do you want them for? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> and she goes, well, what are you going to do with them? And I go, nothing. And I go, just send me screenshots of them. And she goes, how do I do that? And I go, oh, fuck. Okay. Fucking Andrea. You press the volume down because I know what her phone is. It's very similar to mine. So I said, press the volume down and the lock button at the same time on your phone. Then nine minutes later, after I repeated the words volume down <laughs> 900 times, she goes, it tells me that I can power down, restart. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it. 
It's not happening. I give up. It's not worth it. And then she's like, well, can I just send you the messages? And I go, yes, you can forward them to me. And she goes, how do I do that? And I go, no, oh nope, we're not doing this. So that was part of the conclusion to this conversation. Um, the other part was, yeah, I just wanted to talk about it on the show. And I just thought, what if she actually dies from this? Like, what if she actually, this guy finds her address and comes and murders her? Because this man is convinced that everything bad in his life is happening because of her witchcraft and how powerful and smart she is. <laughs> Clearly, this man is delusional. She is the he least powerful, smart person I've if ever known. If he shows up, she says, look, if you kill me, it just multiplies by seven. That's pretty smart. That's pretty oh. smart. Yeah, maybe she'll just say my son is an even bigger warlock. Yeah. He also has the power. If you hurt me, the, your situation multiplies by seven. That's how it goes with witches. Has anybody ever here uh, dealt with a witch? Has anyone ever been cursed? No. I have. I wouldn't be shocked if there are witches. And Andrea, Andrea could be a witch. I bet you she could be. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can't figure out a phone. She's not a witch. Witches, like witches are from back in the day. They wouldn't know how to use a phone. She can't figure out a box. Yeah, but witches need to know spells and incantations, and she doesn't. So, all right. <laughs> if, in her, to protect her, multiply by seven thing, tell her about that, mm -hmm. and also tell her that she needs to rehearse some kind of incantation. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That, that's much more effective, much more doable for her, because I did say, uh, do you want a gun? And she said, I don't know how to shoot a gun. And I said, take a class, learn how to shoot a gun. I can bring you my gun. And then she goes, okay, uh, will you take me to go shooting? I said, if you come up here, we can go shooting. But You need a plan in place for before that. Now, right, that's and what also, I told like, reasoning with this guy, that's no good, right? Mm -hmm. So back to sales, you, you meet people where they are, not where you want them to be. What's this guy's name, Stacy? <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> Eugene. All right, so you, 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 don't, you, you want Eugene to be not completely delusional. But that's not where Eugene is. Mm. So you meet Eugene where he is, where he's. So as far as Andrea's concerned, she's a witch, right? Yep. She knows some spells. She needs to embrace the witchcraft. Hurt me? Do anything happens to me, and your your dread multiplies by seven? Witchcraft rule, witchcraft rule, uh, and uh, you know you go from there, and that's a kind of workaround in between until we've got, got her trained on firearms. And yeah, that that is a good stopgap measure to play into the delusion. Mm. She watching Cobra Kai. She could probably learn some karate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's really taking things in her own hands. But she then says to me about the gun, well, does it kick back a lot? And I go, it kicks back like a gun kicks back. And she goes, I don't want one that kicks back a lot. And then she started asking me about the different types of guns that I could offer her. And I said, am, am I a gun store all of a sudden? Pucus. What yeah. the fuck? Are you? you should have been like, <laughs> what Mom, do you want from Mom, me? Mom, well, we bicker. Eugene is sharpening his knives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just get her yeah, some bear she, mace and be done with it. For yeah, right if now. she is afraid of picking up a box that she never even tried to fucking pick up. Yeah. <laughs> like, she just yeah, looked at it, it and stepped over it every day for a month and a half. <laughs> It's so funny. Who made the lower third for the live stream? It's abysmal. I did. What do you want me to do? I, all right. Well, uh, the camera fell and you repositioned it. Oh, no, no, no. I mean the lower third. The the little it says Portman Show. Oh, that's not a third. That's like a 20th. 
Oh, oh okay. my yeah. God. I might have one that we can use. Okay. But it might say Studio of Champions. So we'll need to rename. We'll need to work on it a little. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. just an aside. You know, people are wondering, like, what's up with that lower third? No, we, no I mean, one's wondering. I was looking no out for you guys. Ch- live chatters. One person's wondered. Yeah, and it's Brett. Me. <laughs> Well, what else do we got to do? I mean, it should be just about time to wrap up here. We covered all the big stuff. We did the dream. We did the three some. We did the witchcraft. I mean, what else do we got? I got stuff. We didn't get into any of the current events, but I'm glad that we didn't. We don't have to. That's right. I mean, what are we? Timcast. Right. What, what else do you have? <laughs> um, I've been noticing something over the past couple of months about myself. I used to not be affected as a boy. I could watch anything and I wasn't affected by it. Very few things affected me. Like mm-hmm. when people see gore or violence, sometimes they have a visceral reaction or they get affected by it or they see something horrific, like faces of death. Yeah, that's bad. Explain what faces Ew. of death is. It's basically like a snuff film that was somehow legal. Yeah. Oh, because it wasn't people murdering people. It was people just dying and being caught on tape. Uh, I saw one where they fucking like, like scalped the dude. Right, but it was not like the person making the movie wasn't doing the killing. Right. So that's not a snuff film. Okay. Well, when I was young, I could watch Faces of Death and have no reaction and just like not care. Like I, I would just watch it and go, hey, this would be better if it were Seinfeld. <laughs> like that was my conclusion. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, nothing bothered me. Like nothing. Uh, blood, guts, gore, real, fake. Didn't matter. Didn't bother me. Wasn't affected. Now as I get older, I can't stand seeing fake, like cringeworthy things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, gory things or painful looking things on, on movies that are, I know they're fake, mm-hmm. but it bothers me. But the other side of the equation bothers me too. I can watch a shitty movie, a really shitty movie, but if it has a sweet moment or a happy ending at the end, I'm nearly brought to tears. I cry all the time when I watch movies. It's happening more and more as I get older. I'll be sitting alone watching a movie and I'm just going, this movie sucks. I've watched (laughs) almost the whole thing. This is not a good movie. But (laughs) it's such a happy moment. I am welling up with tears and I go, I'm fucking sold. And the music's building. The violins are coming in. And and I'm just overcome. And I'm like, I'm so happy that I'm watching this and having these feelings. And it's, uh, it's not good. I don't like it. Where the hell did that come from? But the point is, what's the music like? <sighs> like orchestra the, music. Turn my voice on. Please turn my voice on. Orchestra music. I don't want to wait for our lives <laughs> to be over. This is Dawson's Creek. Pacey's here. I would probably Dawson's try to Dawson's Creek, Creek, Creek if I watched. Tom Cruise's wife. Yeah. Ex-wife. She ran away. Johan's in the chat says tear jerking works for me every time. The notebook, that is yes. when you're Watch crying and jerking off. No, it isn't. And you're tear jerking. No. That's it. How, what else could it be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the point of that is I've realized the culmination of this because I want to um, be brought into a world where emotions are, are real and powerful because in real life, they're not. In movie life, they are. You don't have powerful emotions in real life? I don't think so anymore. No? When did they stop? Uh, Years ago. I feel like you do. You definitely do. Why do you say that, Amy? Because 
I know they do. No, but why? But what? especially when it comes to him in relationships, he's very emotional. I know these things. You are. You're a big softy when it comes to your girlfriends. Okay. He is. Well, not anymore. We read a book. <laughs> that is that the rational male book. It's a piece of the puzzle. That, that book is a piece of the... It's not the whole thing. Ugh. It's not the whole story. I hate that book. But it's an important piece of the puzzle. Fuck that book. I'm saying. Well, then how does this next thing play into all of this? Um, I discovered a show this past summer that I talked about extensively. Shit's Creek. No. Oh. That's fucking garbage. I love that. I still show. watched it, but it's fucking garbage. Here it comes. <laughs> Here comes the show. I stumbled across it. It was in its second season, and it was called Cobra Cop. Yeah! And so good. I raved about this show, and I got so excited to hear there was a third season coming in January 2021. Yeah. Well, what's the fucking date, people? January 2021. Yeah. I'll answer for you. Um, That meant that the third season of Cobra Kai got released, and I got so excited, and I yelled, Brett, Brett, Brett. And I was like, uh, uh, voice? Season three of Cobra Kai has what been released. I told you about Cobra Kai. Our life isn't like Karate Kid. And your response was? I want to watch it. No. My, that's probably what it seems like my response would have been after I've watched <laughs> it and love it. Right. Uh, uh, take it or leave it, probably. Something yeah. like that. I'll yeah, you like, you're it. like, I, I tried watching it. Like, I, I saw the first episode. No, and, I mean, I like, I, I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, cool. You know, like, there's Ralph Macchio. There's you brushed it off. The great William Zabka. You, you, you depleted my enthusiasm. And people don't remember, but William Zabka was the bad guy in every 80s teen movie. In every, like, his name was Chad, Johnny, Billy. Um, he's in Back to School. He's Jared. the antagonist. Yeah, he's the antagonist in Back to School. Sorry, Puke, what were you going to say? He said Jared. 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 <laughs> Puke, you don't like the Cobra Kai show? It's okay. He said but you it said it was very, stupid. It's very goofy. Yeah, it's goofy, but in a way that is, ima- it, it, like, everything comes together so perfectly in the way it works. And we were we were watching it the other night, and I'm like, this these scenes with the teens are so fucking cheesy. Oh, yeah. It's like a soap opera. Like, I'm oh. looking at the lighting, yes. even, in these dramatic scenes. And the lighting, it's like, oh, I've walked into Andrea's house, and Days of Our Lives is on TV. This is what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's the perfect execution of that. Right. Um, but it, it really just comes together so well. It really, really works. It really pulls on the heartstrings. It really, and it's not like it's jerks, funny It doesn't, it doesn't hit you constantly with something amazing, but overall collectively you end up, I, I finish watching the show and I just, I feel better than I possibly can from any kind of media. I think the day you need to have. The day that you need to have, this is the kind of thing that you do with a lover. You watch Karate Aww. Kid Part 1. You watch Karate Kid Part 2, because that's going to come into the story. Then you watch Season 1 Cobra Kai, Season 2 Cobra Kai, Season 3 Cobra Kai. This probably would take... It's a long day. 16 hours? That's like Andrew's first date. He always turns them into like three-day three day dates. So no plan. Perfect. No, don't even start. <laughs> We're not starting on that today. No. But what is it about this show that makes me feel so good? I don't feel this good about any other show. Mm-hmm. 
Like I don't know. the only shows that come close to making me feel this good are funny shows. Are you living vicariously through that little boy? No, but if anything, I'm living vicariously through Johnny. I don't know who Johnny is. He's a 50 year old uh, washed up karate guy. William Zabka. Oh. He's a successful car salesman. No, that's that's Daniel. Do you even uh, watch the show? <laughs> barely. <laughs> Not as barely. Good as you. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> You're so emotionally invested, Dan. I am. I'm so. I'm. Well, we just finished season three last night. We basically binge watched it over the course of a few nights. Did and, you cry? Uh, we did, and I realized that all I've seen aside from season three and the I think the season finale of season two is episode one, season one. So there is a bevy of Cobra Kai for me to go watch. Season four, by the way. Yeah, it's called COVID Kai. Because <laughs> it comes, COVID uh, comes nice. to them. Really? Like they've got all these problems and they don't even have COVID yet. Wow. Because all this Jeez. was shot before COVID. Yeah. So th- these teens, like they're going to school, they're doing all kinds of things. The, there's no masks in the show. And California I mean, looks wonderful. And their world is so filled with problems. It's just like kids fucking and fighting. Mostly yeah. fighting, but yeah. then there's like you think there's going to be some 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 mild interracial. You got a Hispanic boy oh, yeah. and a white and a white girl. She looks like a white Jewish girl, but she's not Jewish. She's supposed to be an eye tie. Yeah, but they they are going to fuck, right? They're teens. They're ready to fuck. Yeah, but they usually just wind up. They have to fight first. And th- th- this these teens fighting, it's it's almost kind of like. It's something exploitative about it. It's almost. adults that are sicking groups of teens on one another, well, basically. No, no, but it, this it, it has been the year of the uh, amateur uh, pedo investigator, right? Yeah. It, it is well, it has been the half decade of the amateur pedo investigator ever since like Pizzagate and Mike Cernovich and all those people. So all these all these like do nothing baby boomers who want to feel like they have a purpose in life, they investigate pedo conspiracies. And they should find them if they keep looking because they're out there. I mean, Disney, the Vatican, uh, Franklin cover-up. Like, there's all kinds of pedos. And this is like, is this such an implausible thing that people would be pedos? Because... People who are very, very rich and powerful, who can have anything they want, eventually they get bored with the things that you're just supposed to have. So eventually it's like, what's this pedo thing all about? What's it like to kill a person after torturing them and drink their pineal uh, fluid? Or their adrenal adrenal fluid. You know, like these are the things that you get into once you're bored. You know, so yeah, pedos are out there, but part of the whole amateur pedo investigation has been look at this YouTube video for kids. Is this really for kids or is this for pedos? Mm. <laughs> are pedos watching this and it's under this the guise of being a kid's video, but it's for pedos? So that's what the baby boomers are saying. What's the cobra tie? Kids being physical with each other without fucking, right? Without teen dicks and teen tits. Because you can't. I don't know what the rules are. Is, it, is this on Netflix? Yeah. So can you have tits on it? You can have tits on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, okay. But you can't be like, these are kids. Watch them fuck. Like that you can't do on Netflix. <laughs> I don't think so. That's also... Well, <laughs> shit, that can't be the title. 
I mean, that's a, unless you have. I didn't want to what say was it that? Again. What was that documentary called? Cuties that everyone was in an uproar. Oh, exactly. People were pissed. Right. That's, that was Netflix. I didn't watch it, but. But those yeah. are the amateur pedo investigators. So where are they on Cobra Kai? Where it's just kids with their their you know with their tits and their uh, fit. Bodies? I'm impressed by these kids. Right. I'm going. Wow. Look at the choreography with these kids. This is impressive. Right. But what is the fighting a surrogate for? Uh, Fucking. I know. I think it's we all want to see kids get beat up. Is that what it is? Because we all hate teenagers? Well, when they act like a dick, they should get smacked. But even the worst kid, except for that Chinese kid, right? I want to see him go down. Oh, yeah. But every other kid in the show, whether they line up on the side or good or or bad, like the Mohawk boy, Mm -hmm. when he he has like his awakening. Yeah. yeah, He's like, spoiler. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, you're he's, super happy. You're super happy. He's good after all. He's going to join me. I'm watching this and I'm just going, okay, when are the tears going to come? Yeah, you That's what I'm thinking. They didn't come. Oh. But if I were alone, would they have come? Maybe. Fuck Ew. No, they're going to come. That sounds really yeah. bad. <laughs> Sorry. They are. I would cry. It, it, <laughs> and it's just Johnny is so sweet. Johnny is so sweet. All the good things that he's trying to do and as he struggles against himself and Kind of like fuck Daniel LaRusso. Uh, He's not the protagonist. And I think no. they're doing a good job of playing on this thing because there was this online trope of like in Karate Kid, Daniel's actually the bully. This was like a, a meme. Um, He's not quite the bully like you're supposed to root for him, but you've got questions about him that you didn't have in 1984. Right. So this brings up a question. Puke. Huh? Name one thing about this show that isn't absolutely spectacular. Uh, when the two actors that play Johnny and Daniel fight each other, and you can tell that they're in their like sixties, they're not in their sixties. <laughs> they I, they don't look like karate uh, like uh, masters. I think they're just a- actors, and they haven't uh, done karate in fucking thirty years. <sighs> William Zabka is more convincing. <laughs> I think they do a pretty phenomenal job considering this was like a, originally a YouTube series kind of tongue-in-cheek yeah. joke. Yeah, well, it's, it's not bad. It's not that bad. And I don't care about having the most amazing fight scenes because the most amazing fight scenes are always going to be some computerized bullshit. <laughs> it's also ridiculous to think that this entire town of children is so into goddamned karate. They joke about that, too, which is why it's amazing. Yeah, oh, so name yeah. something that's legitimately not spectacular. You can't. Keep there's going. No, there's no Mr. Miyagi. Yes, there is Mr. Miyagi. They flash back to 1984. They flash back to Karate he's Kid not 2. There. That, that he is there. That's a he's there that's in a spirit. But they bring him to life by reading his letters yeah. to Daniel when and, he's in Okinawa. And there's a photo of him in Miyagi Do, and his cars are there. It's his place. It's his lessons. It's all there. You can feel his energy. And 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 saying that Miyagi is not there be just simply because he died. That's, that's such a, not that's a Japanese such an American way of thinking. thing yeah. of thinking. Stop it. That's oh, not yeah. the Japanese way. Wow. So what 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 else could you possibly th- say is wrong with this show? Um Oh, the main character chick, she doesn't look like she's very karate y. Are you kidding me? She's karate as fuck! Yeah, have you seen everything she has done in this entire series? No, because I haven't seen uh season three. Doesn't matter. Does she gets season one and two. Yeah, she is good at karate. She all of these kids are phenomenal at 
like all of these fight scenes. Like you watch these fight scenes. These are really fucking impressive fight scenes for kids. Amazing mm-hmm. kid yeah. fight choreography. Yeah. Whoever the kid <laughs> fight choreographer is of that show deserves a whatever award you give to them. Emmys. Oh, here's my problem. There's no guns. <laughs> well, season four is coming. Yeah. And <laughs> there is a mystery character who Ooh. knows how to use guns. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are guns because there are Vietnam flashbacks. This oh, show God. incorporates not only the best of daytime soap operas, the best mm-hmm. of 80s drama and an 80s teen nonsense and ninja fucking kung fu karate fight scenes and hilarious modern day comedy with people fish out of water with Johnny who's never even had a phone or a computer and doesn't know what the internet is and doesn't understand how Facebook messages work. It's phenomenal. He's living in the 80s. But it also goes back to the 50s and small town America and then into the 60s when a man gets conscripted to go to war in Vietnam and, and then Vietnam war footage. All over Asia. All over Asia. We're in Okinawa, Japan. Oh, then yeah. we're going to Vietnam. To Vietnam. What about these Asians? How are they different from the Okinawans? You'll find out. North Vietnam, the bad one. The bad, the Viet Cong. Oh, yeah. Charlie. So, I yeah, say you got to get into this. You got to get into this. <laughs> I'll watch it and be mildly amused. Don't oh, do give it. me another reason why it's not spectacular. Because so far you failed every step of the way. Because it's karate. That's and why. What is more filled with passion than karate? Love. But the two are so intertwined. Yeah, they're not. No, they really are. They're so intertwined. No. Daniel loves Mr. Miyagi. So you like to beat up your dates and then have sex with them? Uh, not necessarily, but it's physical contact. It's a dance, if you will. It's not a dance. I mean, it's the absolutely a dance. No. But there's also that subtext on the date. Go ahead and try to pin me. Go ahead and try to pin me. Yep. Or the man says to the That's not karate, is it? Do they that's pin sure. each other? Yeah, there they do. I thought that's wrestling. No. I could kill you. Huh. You're a woman. Huh. I'm a man. Huh. Look at the difference in our bone structure. But it huh. doesn't even matter. And they you fight one another. Choke them a little. There's men punching women. What? Ew. Yeah, yeah the, the intergender fighting. No, sir. That, yes. That, yes, they do. They absolutely do. And pl- trust me, if you watch Cobra Kai, you That's would go, why this I'm, dude has it. to hit her. That's why I'm saying, yeah, there's no way around it. There's no way around it. So That's you why can I'm hit saying. women if you get into karate. There it's, you yep. go. If, 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 if this shit's going down, you have to. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the things that this show is getting away with, uh, as far as like not conforming to the demands of the culture... Can do a pretty good like job. This show it. is fucking based. This show based. exists They're doing solely stereotypes. outside of anything in the culture, in my opinion. It is it is one in its own. Is that an expression? I don't that's a new expression for this show. It is one in its own. I've I've never been it. more uh more excited about a TV show. Clearly. Jesus. Gee, man. Don't make me think that I'm over hyping it. Can't it can't be that. I've never watched it, so. The fact, then Elizabeth Shue appears. Spoiler. No. So many spoilers, Brad. It's fine. Now, listen, chatters, fuckers who never listen to anything that I tell you to do, do this. Now, I just want to make a point that Johan's in the chat said because of my recommendation, he went and watched Cobra Kai. Thank you. Yes. <sighs> you all need to be like Johan. Now. 
Here's and then he do. critiques it. <laughs> he didn't yeah. crit- did he critique it? I don't think he did. Get a copy of Karate Kid Part 1. Get a copy of Karate Kid Part 2. Set your alarm for 6 a.m. Get up, make coffee, start uh, uh, KK1. <laughs> After KK1, take a 30-minute break to reflect on what you've seen. Start KK2. You're going to love it. It picks up right where KK1 leaves off. Don't bother with KK3. It's only going to end poorly. If you're efficient. For everyone involved. You set the coffee pot up the night before. Get you it. keep yourself to a half-hour break. You're ready to move on to Cobra Kai by like 10 a.m. at the latest. Right? 10 a.m. you start season one. Eh, this might run you into the wee hours of the morning, but that's fine. It's going to be worth it. Do KK1 and KK2 before you do CK. One, two, and three. You know, for all of my impassioned feelings and thoughts about cars, watching this series made me have an affinity for Firebirds and then later Dodge (laughs) Challengers. What? Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Even though they they committed blasphemy by putting a screaming chicken kind of looking thing on a Dodge Challenger. What's the screaming chicken? The screaming chicken is what is on the Trans Am. Paint? Burt Reynolds, Smokey and the Bandit, Trans yeah. Am. Screaming chicken, fire bird. Okay. Was yeah. it a chicken? Screaming chicken is I the giant. It was an eagle. They call it the screaming chicken. Oh, it's a I didn't know it was called. Bird that. of fire. It's a phoenix. It's, I think it's supposed to be like a phoenix. Yeah. yeah. But chicken. it's uh, plastered on this hor- horrible looking Dodge Challenger, which is one of the cars I've hated for a long time. But uh, watching Johnny drive it around, I go, you know what? He's right. He should be driving a challenge. With all his Cobra Kai adornments. Yes. Very fancy. So, um, I mean, recommendation of the year. Cobra Kai, number one thing. Like, of all the things that you should be doing right now in this January 2021. Besides listening to this show live. Listening to this show live. And then again, not live. Stockpiling ammo and canned food. No, Cobra Kai comes before that. Cobra Kai comes before your survival. Because what if it comes, the day comes when you die and you haven't seen Cobra Kai? Exactly. What's the point of surviving if you don't ever get to survive to see Cobra Kai? Why would I want to see that? What lessons are you taking to the beyond with you? I've seen the two movies or whatever. I don't need to see anything else. You don't know what you're just, this is sad. I'm just sad for you. That's fine. You can be sad for me. I'm very sad. I'm sad for you that you don't watch the shows that I ask you to watch. So there. Because those are objective garbage. So yours is objective garbage. <laughs> Not true at all. We've already established that, that it's a masterpiece. I Puke has presented the strongest possible arguments care. to the contrary of this being the greatest show, and they were easily yeah, shut down. Yeah. I like my shows. My up. shows have won awards, okay? The like ones what? I like. What show? Shit's Creek won all the freaking awards That's, this year. Yeah, they say Shit's Creek is good. Criminal Minds, I think, won a war. I love that show. I'm rewatching all those. It sounds very basic. Criminal Minds. Yes, I'm a basic Sorry, bitch. Sorry, let me tell you. All right, Criminal Minds. I'm a minds. basic bitch. Here it I is. like my Criminal Minds. Group of uh, forensic it. psychologists yes. are, and there's like men and women, yes. and there's some romance. No. Uh, not, in, <laughs> not within the team, no. There's some hints of it. No. There's some romance between them and the people they're profiling. No. No, there's romance that's gone wrong, and that's that related to the, the crimes. So I nailed the premise of the show. Yeah. It's just I haven't pinpointed where the romance is. There's not there really a ro- romance. No, people have spouses. I don't know, man. One, one of the wives gets killed by one of the serial killers. Spoiler. Oh, please. This show's like 15 years old. Criminal. Is it? Yeah, it's old. Oh. 
Well, we did it all, guys. I mean, I love when we <laughs> yeah. know the show is ending and it's time to get on to the next thing and it feels like a great success and okay. the chat seems satiated for <laughs> comedy and enlightenment and insight. Uh, and uh, job well done. Yeah, what do you think, Sean? Are you going to come back? Oh, God. What? <laughs> do I know Sean? Is this someone no. I'm supposed to know? I didn't know him. Oh. How Apparently, do you know I don't we know went to him, school then. with him. We did? I guess. Okay. I don't know. We tried to... I don't remember going to school, but I don't remember <laughs> anything from high school, really. So. I feel like we need two more portmanteaus involving Sean about this being the first time he watched the show. Yeah. Sean text was one, giving him Sean text. Yeah. Uh, I will be back. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. Portmanshow.com. What do you call two guys from Butler playing <laughs> one-on-one with each other? What? If they're the same guy. What? I'm confused. What do you call <laughs> two guys from Butler playing one-on-one again? Oh, wait. Playing basketball with each other. I was going to say, what, what do you, what you call talking Two guys about? from Butler playing basketball, with, uh, playing basketball together, uh, but they're the same guy because of some kind of um, like time, uh, space, continuum ripple. <laughs> Sean on Sean. Sean on Sean. Johan's got it before. There you go. So good job, Johan's. Um, and that's not really a portmanteau though. Can we, um, no, we're not, we can't force it. We can't force it. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's just not good. This has been episode 461 of Portman show. Portman Sean, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Johan said that too. Yeah, he did. Portman Sean. I don't think Brett knows that Johan said that. How long ago? I didn't know. I didn't like know an hour he said ago. That. Look, oh, I didn't no, know. it wasn't an hour ago. It was like five was, minutes ago. It was sadly well before Brett said it. So but it wasn't acknowledged <laughs> on the show. It wasn't acknowledged on the show, no. But it's it's in the chat. It's in the record. We have it live. <laughs> Go to doomstateoficephoto.com and check out the photos I've been taking and posting them up. Thanks to Andrew's criticism, I'm trying to be way more positive when I post... Uh, on Facebook, on the Doomsday Device Photography. Hashtag Jigs. Yeah. <laughs> That's all my all my photos are hashtagged as Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I continue to uh, uh, keep up on my exploits of adventures around this here California place. I loved your last album. Thanks. I don't It was, uh, you know, a lot of work. Really had to figure out how to fit in those symbols and the, uh, the keyboard. And the vocals. <laughs> I guess we're done. I don't know. You guys are just kind of like st- all staring off in a I'm fucking like, space. We're letting, I'm you, we're letting you outro the show. I'm but oh, oh, Eric in the, the chat, just uh, throw this out there. Making Portman toes for a new listener. What a great enchantive to return. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Let's go watch the Steelers beat the Browns. No, I hope the Browns win. I'm just Fuck going you. out to Fuck eat. you. Get that puke. woman out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even. Do you like the Steelers? I don't really care. I oh. just like. I, I thought oh. you were from Arkansas, not Pittsburgh. Yeah, but I'm from That's New correct. England, and I like the Steelers. I like the Patriots. I'm tired of no, the I don't. Nobody no. likes the Patriots. I know. I like anymore. Tom Brady. Tom oh, Brady is so older than I am. He's hot. You Known like the cheater. Known cheater. At least he's not a rapist. True. Ben, Ben Rock. You don't know that for sure. Oh, we're not getting into that. Ew. Yeah, how do you know he didn't rape me? Tom Brady? 
No, ben, ben you would have a lot more money if he did. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, I would love to get raped. <laughs> we should do that as a bit on the show. We sh- one of us should try to get raped. No, all of us should try to get raped by a professional <laughs> by ben athlete. No, by you know any much, professional. Oh. You know how much hush money they would give you? But Jesus. Amy could get a lot more out of it because she could get pregnant from an athlete. I'm not going to get pregnant. Well, I mean. There's no way I'm going to get pregnant. I'm on birth control. Well, undo that shit so you can make no, some money. No, thank you. I don't want to be pregnant. Thank you. No. Do it for the show. Ew. <laughs> I already have a baby. I don't need any more. Okay, I mean, are we good? Here, why do we stop? Why yet? do we just have an idea that's like <laughs> bold and inventive and go, no, that's stupid. We should try to get raped by professional athletes. <laughs> like, and then people just go, no, that's no. How are we going to do that? I, Let's envision the end. I and then figure like, out the steps we need to get raped by, it I, could be any major sport, golf, Football, it matter. basketball, hockey. There's a hockey team, a basketball team, and a baseball team within 30 miles of us right now. You, I'm going to concentrate on the women's teams. There you, you have go. Fun. Nice. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like it happens more often than we know of, and there's a lot of money being oh, paid yeah. off. Here's what we need to do. Vince Vaughn style. Vince Vaughn style. We need to get into prison. <laughs> we need to get into prison where football players like. One out of every three football players is a rapist, a murderer, or an assaulter. Accurate. So inevitably, they end up in a prison Somewhere. at some point. If we get into a prison, pop. We'll say, run into a football player. Pop. What's the what's the population of a max uh, supermax? Six thousand. Now wait a minute. Do we want to get into a supermax? Because I don't know how. Like what? I don't think you can be in a supermax no. for eighteen months. Yeah. Like I don't want to commit more than eighteen months to this. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have to give up a lot to to do a year and a half. Okay. So we want like a medium security prison where a football player is yeah. probably going to be. In, a football players not going to be in supermax. No, yeah, they, they don't no. have Airbnb. For we want prison. country clubs the, or federal. Just do tax evasion or something. tax. Or now we're talking tax evasion, <laughs> minimum security, rape done by and done. A football player. I, bet you there's some in there. I can't promise the chat that this will be done by next week, but it will be closer to being done by next week. Could you flip that light back on, Amy? Amy, just <laughs> turn the lights off on us. <laughs> In the studio, and it's pitch black in here. Besides Give me the, the monitor. Give me the voice. <laughs> the fuck. I don't know. Why did she uh, leave that room? Andrew, and turn the. Um, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm having a. I, I, I don't like dark. I was raped by Terry Bradshaw in the dark when I was. Well, how old am I? Nobody knows how old I am. What Can the show end? Yeah, it could. <laughs> All right. Bye, chat. Bye, bye, everybody. How do I get out of this, this room? This is my poor show. Rock <laughs> on. Oh, that was great. Yeah, you and me and Steve makes three. And Dave has got the video. Dave has got the video. Yeah, you and me and Steve makes three. And Dave has got the video. Dave has got the co- you and Steve and Bernie makes three and Fernando and Mr. Belvedere in the hot tub. Yeah! Girl, sometimes you're hungry, you want something to eat. You don't want no little salad, yes, you want a lot of meat. Let me tell you about the funky looks and we and you're the meat, bitch. Love sandwich. Love sandwich, uh-huh. Love sandwich. Love sandwich, uh-huh.
was rocking. That was good. Look, my forehead turned into Ninja Turtle abs. A forehead is fine. I have a two head like a retard. Mine's like my whole fucking hand. <laughs> a two head is what happens when you have butt sex, like, but you don't prepare well enough beforehand. Stop. It's true. Three. Five. Two. Four. Five. Three. Two. You do it. Five. No, not that. Is puke yelling? No, he's just drinking. No, but is he going to yell? He can't yell because no. he has neighbors that are Asian. Oh. Inf Wait, we already did a countdown? Out Four, of all three, the two, one. Welcome. Uh, say your sentence and then we'll go. Out of all the ethnicities of neighbors that you could have, I feel like Eastern Asians are probably some of the quietest. Eastern yeah. Asians. I mean, I, I've definitely had worse neighbors, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, you don't Although want it's Hispanic neighbors. Oh, the fireworks, the gunshots. Which will it be this time? Yeah. <laughs> Guancho. And you can't speak Spanish quietly. No. If anybody's ever speaking Spanish quietly, it means you're about to die. Sí. Ay, Dios mío. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, Pablo Escobar spoke somewhat softly and quietly relative to other Spanish speakers. Gee. And uh, he killed a lot of people. So if you hear quiet Spanish, you're going to die. Is this from experience? Yes. I oh. live with Cubans. See, oh, yeah. We went to Florida. <laughs> we saw these people. They are killers. Uh, five, four, three, two. Are we ready? Is everyone ready? Sure. All right. Uh, Andrew, why don't you count down and I'll open the show. Five, four, three. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Portman Show. I'm here. I'm Brett. F- Count us down. Five, <laughs> four, three, five, four, three. You missed the cue. Five, four, three, three, One more time, then we've got it. Sorry, everyone. Thanks for your patience. We already lost a listener. I I get it. I I get it. I get it. I get it. It's like the show starts at four, and then they don't even what? They don't know what to do? 4.04 is uh, above average for our expected start time in relation to actual start time. Five, four, oh, four, three. Welcome back to Portman Show. I'm Brad, and I'm joined by a whole group. Of course, James, a.k.a. Puke, is here in California via, what are we on, Skype? Yeah. And that's why he gets muted when he gets loud. Talk again, Puke. I need you to talk again. Oh, right. It automatically attenuates my my noises. Yeah, stop attenuating. One day Andrew wants me to yell, the next day he doesn't. I don't know what the fuck. Was, this is not the show. There's no way this is the show. <laughs> Five. Okay. Welcome to episode four hundred and sixty-one. No, no it has to be. Show. Please, just one more. Let's just do one more. Everything is set. Everything is ready. Here we go. Count us down, Amy. Five. Oh. Me? I don't know how to count. All right, go, Andrew. Five, four, three, 
Like, how come no one walks up to me and you and goes, hey, do you guys want to have a three? Because they don't know that we're not married or something. Everyone thinks we're married anyway. Yeah. 